Ladbrokes is the place to be for all of your golf majors in 2019. For this week's US Masters, we're going money back as a free bet if your player misses the cut, and we're paying seven places at a fifth of the odds. Outstanding value throughout the 2019 PGA Tour here at Labrooks. Over 18s, T's and C's apply. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now... Incova Insurance. When there's nothing wrong with your set, that bright light that you see, it is not an eclipse. It is just Tony Bruno's noggin. I'm Stuart Scott. That's Don't better. diss the dome, man. I'm Don't sorry. let me hurt you. Sir. No, it's it's jealousy because Ebony Magazine even said last year bald men are sexier. No so. question about it. Hey. Mark. <laughs> Summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. Are we on the air? Yeah. I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. Hey, you in the back with those French braids. What's your name? You better ask somebody. Uh, Albuquerque? I'm sorry. Go! Drums, please! Here it is, a groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break the monotony. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. It's time for the show. And do not attempt to change the channel. And welcome to Summer Solstice, who is appearing on the main stage tonight at Club Risque after working in the side stage for oh so many weeks. It is, it is the Tony Bruno Show live. The podcast back in the air everywhere. On Facebook Live, Periscope. What else? Uh, tw- well, we're on, on YouTube. YouTube. Facebook Live, Live, YouTube, and Periscope Live. Periscope, which, which is, is technically Twitter. Twitter, exactly. Tony Bruno's here. Miss Robin's here. I've got my back to my bum look for the summer. I know. I thought I heard a buzzing noise. I thought you were shaving. No. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was just celebrating the first day of summer. 
Even even <laughs> Coach Jay Wright mentioned your scruffy look yesterday when you were down at Gino's Steak. Gino Steaks, not steaks. singular. Robert. Excuse me, Gino Steaks. Get some facts and come back and see me. The S didn't quite come out there. Well, it usually does. You leave the last S off for savings, I think. That's what they say. Is that what they say? <laughs> That's what they say. Tony Bruno, Miss Robbins here. Luigi's here wearing his, the only guy still wearing a Phillies jersey in the Delaware Valley. He's still winning while doing it. Wow. It was a gift. It's the only reason why, bro. By the way, speaking of the Phillies, and we'll get to know a lot of business tonight. The NBA draft is tomorrow night. I'll break it down as only I can. All you lick face people out there. Lick face. Lick face. No, not that. You wish you could have that happen to you. Most of the lick face guys are all these twerps who keep bothering me, telling me to take a loss because the process has worked. Now, did Lickface actually come from you? No, no. No, no, this is from something else, right? I know not to follow or I block people whenever they rip me on Twitter. And again, you could rip me on Twitter when I'm wrong. You could disagree with me 24-7. I'm usually a generally nice, easygoing fellow. Am I not? I don't go on Twitter and call people names. No, or- no, no. You are, you are exactly like the Hulk. Like, you are normally Dr. David Brenner. Yeah. And you are even I thought it was David Banner. David Brenner oh, was a great sorry. comedian from Philadelphia. You're right, right. I meant Banner. Dr. David you know Banner. You who, who was he was married to? David Brenner. The late, great David Brenner, the comedian. Who? The tall, blonde Susan Anton. Remember her? No. They were married? Yes. I Susan did not Anton know that. Susan Anton and David Brenner. Not you'll Brenner. We were talking about Dr. David Banner. Yes, Dr. David the Banner. Incredible Hulk. And he was normally very, very even-tempered. That's, that's you, like... 90% of the time. But you get me angry. But when that 10% <laughs> comes rolling around, boy, oh boy, be careful. <laughs> you were right about that, boss. I don't care. I mean, I, I make, we, everybody makes mistakes, but I haven't made a mistake. That's a, if I make a mistake, I'm the first to admit it. I'm more, I am more critical yeah. of myself than yeah. anybody. Am I not? When I do something wrong, am I not angry at myself? Yes, like you are. Like if I'm working and I screw up, who gets angry at Angrier at themselves more than I do. You, nobody. No, you're absolutely right. But low, but but nobody else can do it. Can get angry at me? Yeah. Sure they can. But there's no reason to be angry. There's no reason to be angry. So all these bloggers, all these bloggers out there who are desperate for hits on their websites, because that's how they make a living, and I get it. I don't have a problem with bloggers for the most part. But what's happened in the last two weeks, my life has become a, a, a reason to get website hits. By, because Robin right. posted a Periscope when we were at Brian Baldinger's house, and then one blogger decides to post that and make a big story out of it because nobody reacts to anything else that he posts. And then my comments about the, the process that I've avowed that I've hated and that I think defrauding, paying customers out of legitimate money to watch substandard talent is my number one reason for opposing the tank. Okay, but not because I have a better reason, a better way to build championship teams. Nobody does. I don't really see a problem with that, though, because if anything, it drives traffic to what we're doing as well. So, yeah, again, I don't feel care. Feel free to use our stuff. I, I, That's again, fine. I don't care whether you take my words and say this is what I said. But for these people to come get on me and now start writing columns about how I'm one of these idiots who was wrong about Sam Hinkie. No, I wasn't. Sam Hinkie's been out of here for years. What did he do? He did something that anybody could do when they decide. And if Sam Hickey is so good, why does he still not have a job two and a half years after he was thrown out of this city for losing games purposely and throwing out a bunch of scrubs? Remember, I know he got Remember, the Sixers have only gotten one first-round pick. 
mean one number overall. One number one overall pick during all this tanking, right? And that was last year, the Ben Simmons draft that they won, and they got Ben Simmons, who, oh, by the way, at this hour, still has not proven one scintilla that he is going to be an NBA star. I hope he is. I hope he's going to be a great superstar because guess what? I've been a 76er fan since the 1960s, since before most of you lickface dopes. That's lickface is something they put a hashtag. They're all these guys are like have like 120 followers, but they think they're NBA experts because they all <laughs> circle jerk each other on Twitter and they all go to these little podcasts where they have five people listening and they think they're smart because they 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 masturbate to Sam Hinkie pictures in their bedrooms. I used to masturbate to Sparrow Fawcett pictures when I was their age. They're masturbating to Sam Hinkie pictures. But hey, times change. People change. As to Expose own, once sang. To each their own. People change. Seasons change. But the NBA. And the Sixers are going to get the number one pick. They made the deal. Thanks to Billy King and thanks to Vladi Divac, partially. And I'll give Sam Hinkie an assist going way back a few years ago. But the bottom line is tanking has gotten them one number one overall pick where they had the pick of the litter last year in Ben Simmons. Right, Luigi? Yep. Then they got the third pick, and they luckily had Joel Embiid drop into their laps two years ago. Because he was hurt. Because he was hurt, or he would have been the number one overall pick. And as much as I love Joel Embiid and think he could be a monster player in this league, remember, two years. He only, he's only played a handful of games. So he's still at this hour, despite his upside, is a question mark as far as becoming the next dominant superstar because health is a concern. Well, you, Just like it is with many other guys who have been injured in their careers. Well, the only thing I will say to, to agree with you is that you cannot be dominant. It is physically impossibly dominant if you're not on the floor. Exactly. It's impossible. And Embiid's a dominant force, and he's a great player and a great Talent guy. Talent-wise, yeah. But, but here's the thing that bothers me about these people who are asking me to take a loss and admit that I was wrong about the process. How am I wrong? Did the Sixers win an NBA championship that I missed when Golden State was cutting down the nets a couple of weeks ago when they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers again? Two out of three and should have made it three straight NBA championships against the Cavs if, they, if the Cavs didn't come back from 3-1 to their credit last year? It's about damn time. The bottom line is the Sixers still haven't proven anything. The process hasn't proven anything other than they have been in a position to draft highly, to draft in the top three for, what, four consecutive years? But they've already eliminated. New Orleans Noel was a guy that everybody was excited about, right? Was yeah. New Orleans Noel not a guy everybody thought was going to be? A year ago, Jaleel Okafor falls under their lap at three. Now Jaleel Okafor, they can't get rid of him. Yeah, you can't even give they him away. They can't give him, can't him away, away, okay? So my point is, stop counting your chickens before they're hatched. We do this with the Flyers. The Flyers every year, do they have a goalie to win the Stanley Cup? And I've been saying this, and everybody's been saying this, since the 70s. I was there for the two cups in the 70s. What's the hardest thing to do in hockey to win a championship? Get that goalie, you know, the guy, the guy stand-up goalie that's going to help you. It's like the quarterback in football, the goalie in, in hockey. And obviously you have to have some scores. It's not just a one-man sport. The NBA is the hardest. And the NBA right now, Luigi, in my opinion, is a league in complete disarray. A league that has delusional owners, delusional GMs, a league where star players are looking to get the hell out of franchises that they thought they were going to be the linchpin of. Classic example, Paul George. Paul George was the Indiana Pacers guy, right? Oh, was he not their franchise? Yeah, no question. Now he wants out, right? Yeah. So now you're an Indiana Pacer fan. You have a building block, and Paul George, you're all excited. He's your guy. What happens? He wants out. Then you got the situation in Chicago. Jimmy Butler, another superstar, right? 
The Cleveland, the Chicago Bulls have told Jimmy Butler they don't want him. He's not the foundation of their team anymore. I don't know how they're he's trying not, to unload him. I don't him. know how he's not, but okay. That's my point. But that's a fact. These are not opinions now. I, I understand what you're These saying. These are facts. Paul, Paul George, George. The one thing I was about when it's the Indiana Pacers and the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers are calling. I get it would that. Be his team. You but know that's what I mean? my point. My point is. You can keep amassing all these draft picks, hope that these guys are the foundation of your future, and think that they're going to bring you multiple championships. Yeah, and in three or four years, they could all be leaving anyway. Exactly. What I'm, what I'm and and is- more, more than any other sport. For example, in the, in, 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 uh, in the NFL, mm-hmm. you get a franchise quarterback, chances are you're not trading him. Look at Tom Brady. Look at guys well, who are legendary franchise quarterbacks. He's not leaving. Right. He when you leaving. get the guy that's the quarterback... Unless he falls off the face of the earth or, or can't play anymore, has a couple of good years and then stinks, that guy in a couple of years isn't. Tom Brady's never going to say, you know, I think I'm going to go play for the Los Angeles Rams now. No, not a chance. It's not going to happen in football. Most star players in the NFL, franchise players, when you get that guy, there's very little momentum or, or motivation for a team to trade that player. Why would you help another team by getting rid of a guy who's a great player? In basketball, great players are moved around all the time, and it's become the norm now because of the dysfunctional NBA. Look at the Knicks. Kristaps Porzingis was their best player last year, was he not? Kristaps Porzingis is probably one of the best players in the NBA. And now you got a guy who didn't even go to the Knicks' final meeting, team meeting. He left, and he's sitting around on a beach somewhere saying, what the hell just happened? I know. He doesn't want to be there, man. And he he obviously hates Phil Jackson. The Knicks fans hate Phil Jackson because he was a great coach but is a terrible GM. Yeah, he's terrible. He's not, terrible. The, he's not the Zen master when it comes to the big No, he was a great coach, but obviously he's not. Like Magic Johnson was a great coach. Now Magic, again, is in the front office with the Lakers because they've cleaned house. Yeah, but I think he's more, he's more of the, the, the show pony kind of thing. Exactly. Like, you know, he's, he's, the, he's the front guy. Right. He's not sitting down and the doing The lord deals. of the living room, as they would say. Exactly right. So my point is you've got more teams in disarray in the NBA than you have teams who are closer to winning a championship. Look at Cleveland. LeBron next year could opt out, Right. LeBron next year could opt out. And guess who's getting ready to make a move on LeBron James after next season unless the Cleveland Cavaliers trade him during this coming season knowing that he may want to get out and go somewhere else. The Lakers. The Lakers are unloading bad... They're unloading Timothy Mozgov. Right, who the previous regime signed to a I don't even know how they got rid of him. He got like $60 million. I thought they were just going to shoot him in the face and just take the insurance money on No, on now they, un- they found somebody to take him. Which is incredible. They found somebody to take Timothy Mozgov's $48 million contract and also D'Angelo Russell, a guy who many Sixer fans thought including myself, was going to be the guy. And he still the might- Lakers, He was the second pick in the draft two years ago. 2015, second pick in the draft. Yeah. Back, let's go back to that draft where we're all sitting around drooling about, oh, the Sixers could get D'Angelo Russell. I wanted the Russell. Point guard. Absolutely. Of course, because we think that these guys who play a year of college are all going to be stars. Well, because, because that's how the, we get sucked well, in. for the last 15, 20 years, it's only been guys who needed to play one year of college. And exactly. That's it. And that's the way it works. But just because they play one year of college and they're highly touted doesn't guarantee no, absolutely you squad. No, no, it doesn't guarantee And now the thing, Lakers no. have given up on D'Angelo Russell after two years. Well, I don't think they've... Well, yeah, I think part of it is, is giving up on him. I think the other part of it is starting to unload that cap space so they can bring in the Paul George. But why did, why, why, they didn't just decide yesterday that they wanted to no, get rid no, of D'Angelo no, no. This, Russell. This been, but he's also they're been a bringing, they got, Why are they bringing Lonzo Ball in? Because he's the guy, he's their point guard of the future. Because he fits, right, because he's right. going to fit with Paul George. And so you got a guy who was your point guard of the future just two years ago, and you're the Lakers, 
And all of a sudden, he's not the point guard of the future. Plan so change. You, you, I, I get it. The point is, what are the Lakers doing now? They're trying to clear up cap room yep. for next year. Because as bad as the Lakers are, and they're bad, they still have one thing that the 76ers, the Indiana Pacers, or any of these other teams who are hoping to become playoff contenders. You know what they're trying to do? The hell is that? Is that my phone? That's you, bro. Yeah, that's your phone. It's in my pocket. You blowing Who up? Who calling me? Maybe Rob's mom's calling me this time. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's the Lakers, Tony. 855 number. Where's 855? GD Bus finally hitting you up, Tom. That's a sales call, I think. I, am I sorry? I, had put, I usually don't have my phone in my pocket during the show. Let me put it on mute. I apologize. I, I usually don't look at my phone at all all day. Now you do a good job of that. I had it in my pocket because <laughs> my son called me. Chris, yeah, driving no, he, back from Michigan. Tony's absolutely right. He usually does not. No, look he doesn't. At his I mean, when we were at uh, for your birthday, when after your birthday, how many? How many? You were at dinner answering answering all these text messages from earlier during the day. Well, it was Father's Day. Yeah, no, oh, it was we my were, birthday. Oh, it was your birthday. birthday. Exactly. We, we go to dinner. This is the best part. We go to dinner. We're halfway through the meal. Tony goes, "Oh, you texted me this morning." <laughs> I'm like you asshole. I'm, like, I'm the worst with the phone. We're halfway through the meal. That's man. why I want a flip phone. I don't want to look at Twitter or Facebook when I'm out to I dinner, hate you, man. So anyway, back to the NBA for a second. Gotcha. So. The Lakers clearing up cap room. So I mentioned when they got rid of Mozgov and they're getting rid of the D'Angelo Russell. Correct. And you know who they're getting in, in return, right? Yeah, they're getting Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez, mm-hmm. who's an expiring contract. Expiring. Who, who will be gone from the Lakers after next season. Correct. And then the Lakers, at that time, will have enough money for not one, but two, but two max-out contracts. So they'll make a move for LeBron James. And if LeBron James decides, okay, you know what? We had three good runs at finals, won a championship— and if he leaves, I'm out, guess right? who else leaves Cleveland? Kyrie? Kyrie Irving. And guess what the Cleveland Cavaliers become? Uh, Another mi- middle-of-the-pack Midland NBA franchise. If Kyrie and LeBron leave, they're done. Exactly. They're both up shop, dude. The hell that's, that's my point. That's why the NBA is in disarray. Because the whole league is bought into this. we got to get that superstar, and that's the way you win championships. And in, generally speaking, that's true. And that's why the tanking goes on, and that's why everybody wants draft picks. But what you're seeing now, like, look at the Atlanta Hawks. They have now pretty much have just said. That team's completely blown it up. Yeah. And, and they, were, they were on the rise, and yeah. now it's, it's done. They're done. They realize they can't do it. They brought in Dwight Howard, right? Yep. Dwight Howard didn't make him any better. No, they, he did not. Slightly better, but not good enough, right? So they get rid of him, and they get Miles Plumley and my boy Mario Marco Bellinelli. Well, that's eighth team now, I, I think. Know. He's making the entire NBA, but he's making a lot of money. I love Marco. And guess what else? So they let Kyle Korver go to Cleveland, right, right. during well, the season. Well, they trade, right. right. And then now Paul Millsap's going to bowl. Of course, yeah. He's so if you're there. the Atlanta Hawks and you're an Atlanta Hawks fans, what are you looking forward to now? Being an eighth seed? Shorter. Remember, they, they, were, they, had a good, they have good runs during the season. They look like they're a team on the rise in the Eastern Conference, which is awful, right? Admittedly, the Eastern Conference is weak. Oh, it is, Tony. But I, I think they, just, they didn't have enough like, supporting cast, like the Thabo Cephalosians of the world, the Tim Hardaway Juniors, but the no, Ken Bays. That's what I'm saying. Is like That team was built around Dwight Howard, Paul Millsap, a little bit of Schroeder, I, I guess. But Schroeder, no, we're talking, go back over the last few years. They've had some decent teams. They had some teams. The well, last year's team and this, te- and this year's yeah, team was their best point. team. So you, you got a team that you're presumably on the rise, and you want to add pieces to it, right? So that you can make that NBA championship run. Correct. They have flat out folded their hands. They folded done. their hands. Dwight Howard, get out. Millsap, he's leaving. Absolutely. He'll be highly touted. So sure. He'll get signed. And then uh, Kyle Korver, they traded him during the year. Now, he didn't do much for the Cleveland Cavaliers no, in the playoffs, but he's a guy who can shoot the basketball. The point is, Chris Paul... Blake Griffin, Millsap, That's Kyle Lowry, 
Ryan Anderson, uh, Patrick Beverly, all these guys are good players, and they're going to be off the team that they just played for as pieces to that franchise's hopes to win a title somewhere. Well, the, Clippers right? should have, the Clippers should have blown it up about three years ago. Yeah, but so but the, but did the Clippers not think, and their fan base not think that when they got Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, that they were in the move and in the run to win a championship? Yeah, the problem is they put zero around them. They put a three hundred year old, you know, Paul Pierce. They uh, Luke Mbamute over there. But they tried to add pieces but around two guys who were superstars. Blake Griffin was a superstar. So was Chris Paul. DeAndre Chris Paul was now. a superstar. Yeah, I know, but the problem that's is two superstars. But they played out west with the Gold State Warriors, and you can't beat them. But so that's my point again. It goes to the ultimate thing. Don't count but, your chickens. Just because you have one superstar or two superstars, nothing is guaranteed, especially in the NBA, where guys want to leave after a couple of years anymore now. Guys don't want to stick around for their careers, unless they happen to play for the San Antonio Spurs or the, or the Golden State. Even Golden State War, you know who's going to leave? Golden State's going to lose a couple players. They have to. They can't afford them after a right. while, man. You know who's going to leave? Andre Godala. He's got a couple rings now. Somebody will overpay him to go somewhere else. Is there ever, and, has there ever been a definition of a perfect landing spot for a player other than Andre Godala? I mean, he was literally the perfect piece for that team, and there's no other team he could have went to. He could have he, he well, shined as much as he did in Golden State. When the Sixers got what, when he was, was here with the Sixers. Well, they foolishly paid him $80 million because they thought he was a franchise player, and no, he really that, wasn't. Where did and he go Denver, after? And then Denver did the same thing. Denver realized like two weeks in that he wasn't the franchise player. He's a great complimentary player on a great team. Like he is in Golden State. Right. But you can't say, go take and carry my team for me. No, It no. didn't work here in Philly, and it didn't work in Denver. No, Iguodala can, cannot win you an NBA title, but he can help you win Absolutely. an NBA title. And there's a lot of those guys in the NBA. So the bottom line is this. I want the Sixers to win. I hope all four guys. I hope Markel Fultz uh, is, a, is a great point guard and is the next great one because I want to see them win. But for you to sit here and tell me that the process worked – and then even the Sixer players, you know, and, and they should chill a little bit. Listen, they can have the right to do whatever they want. I go on Twitter, they go on Twitter. Sure. But to start mocking people who said that the process was a joke, the process has been a joke. And guess what? How many games did the Sixers win? 28 last year? Well, all right, in defense of this, I, I feel that what, the, the, what it has... What the process was was a joke. As far as just like you said, Tony, having to tell your fan base, it, sit there and, and, just, and just take right. it while we lose for five yeah. years. The process itself, the process is acquiring assets, okay? So that part of the process worked. They were able to acquire assets. Hinky did the job there. However, I'm agreeing with you saying the process, you can't say it worked until they're on the floor and it actually Bingo. worked. Bingo. Bingo. Okay? That's the point. That, there's two parts of the process. Part A, acquiring assets, worked. Part B has yet to be determined. Exactly. That is what people are starting are failing to see. Even someone like myself who understood that first year, second year, okay, yeah, you got to suck. Unfortunately, you got to suck for a year or two. You get in the lottery. You hope one of the guys pans out. Obviously, we didn't get Wiggins or it would have went a little faster. You didn't call Anthony Towns. Instead, you got Okafor. How do you know that those guys would because, have done no, it? No, no, you don't finish. know, but you know now on their body of work being in the NBA that, that they're good players, okay? But what I'm saying is, is that – so the first part worked. You got all the picks. You, you made the move with Sacramento. You got you got all the you got all the, the stuff back from Mark, Michael Carter Williams. You were able to get Markel Fultz this year, Embiid a couple years ago, Ben Simmons the year prior. You have all the assets in place, but now Part B has to take effect. Exactly, it and that's has, all I say. And if it doesn't if if it doesn't work, if all four of those guys, five guys, however many guys it is on the court that they obtained during this process, it does not work, then it is an utter. Failure exactly. on all counts. And, and trust on me, I'm, I'm not one of these people. I don't root against my team. No, you want them to win so, more. It's just so, but my point is that these process dweebs, these jerks, 
These are the people that think that they, they were right and I was wrong. I don't, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But guess what? If the Sixers win, I'll gladly say I was wrong because they win and I'm happy. I'm not happy with teams tanking and ripping people off of their valuable entertainment dollars. That was my biggest argument. I didn't have a better way. The, the damn general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks is a joke. Yeah. The Lakers are the joke. There's joke guys who are running franchises. My job isn't to run a franchise. My job isn't to concoct ways to win championships. There's, no, there's only two teams in the NBA right now who are capable of winning a championship. And one of them got smoked. Cleveland and the Golden State Warriors. Anybody else has zero shot. Very little. That's how disarray ridden the NBA is on the eve of the NBA draft. Because I, I want to tell you, too, like, listen, you know me, Tommy. You and I, you and I can, can bump heads a million times. I tell everyone, when people call in to talk to Tony or people like go on social media to talk to Tony, they, they always have a tendency to... With they'll agree with the host of a show. I said you're allowed to have your own opinion. Absolutely, and I don't I, mind and people I, disagreeing. And I with have me. my own opinion about this whole thing because I did believe that, just like you said, to to a point for a year or two. Yeah, you got to suck. It is the way it is. You got to suck. I, I, I accepted it. Right. You accepted. I was it working at the Sixers station when when the whole tank thing right. happened. But the when first you, two but years. When you were when we got into year three into year four, it started to irk you because of the fact of like the product they're putting on the court. They're exp- like you were just like you want you want a tank. You want to do the whole process thing. Give the tickets away for free. Don't charge exactly. people to come in and watch this exactly. damn team. And what you were saying is the one thing I will agree with, and I've always said this. I and said, that was my main bone of contention. Yes. You, the fraud that was perpetrated on the public. On the fans. Paying base. full price to D-League games. If I want to pay $10, I'll go to Delaware and watch a D-League game. Watch the 87ers. Exactly. exactly. My, and, and I agree with you. The one thing is, is that, yes, they did. The process worked as far as acquiring all the assets. Now, we have to see where all the right players taken. Are they all going to work together? After, in about three years, will we know if it, if it worked? Yes, but we can't say it worked yet. The process of acquiring the picks worked. The entire process of this, this being the formula to win a title, yet to be determined. It's yet to be determined here. And it really guess is, what? Tony. When they're ready to win a championship, you know what's going to happen, right? What's they're going to have to be a destination. Oh, they're, they're going to need another piece. There's no doubt. Like, in three years from now, a Jimmy Butler, a Paul George, one of those type of right. players, a Bradley Beal, a Clay Thompson, one of those and guys. And who are the destinations right now? Golden State already won a championship. Then they blew a 3-1 lead. So what do they do? Kevin Durant wants a ring. He goes to Golden State. And he gets himself a ring and becomes the MVP of and the now, playoffs. And now he can, you can say, give me $30 million. Exactly. Year, but the thing is, though, is that what, I, what the hope is, is that when you have the Simmons and the Embiid in place, and hopefully with Markel Fultz and everything now, you hope to become... A destination. A des- exactly. That, that's what you. That's ultimately what you want to be. You want to become a destination. And here's the biggest problem that the Sixers face. Not that they won't ever be a destination, because they were. Remember, Moses Malone came here. Dr. J came here. This is a great NBA city, just like Boston. I mean, you got you know you have legendary NBA. City. The Knicks are a joke. They've been a joke since '73. I know they had Patrick Ewing era, and he was unfortunately Michael Jordan got in his way. But the bottom line is this: the '76ers go out and play. Stop worrying about who won the process, who's losing, you lost, I lost. Nobody lost. The fans lost for four years. Hopefully the fans will be happy and get to see a legitimate yeah. product and watch a team stay healthy. First of all, you got to have health. Yeah, ben and, Simmons, two, and two of the four are not healthy. Exactly. Yeah, if not. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid aren't healthy, then this team ain't going work. anywhere. Well, I, I, w- I went on record and said, I said, if, if Joel Embiid is not playing the majority of the back-to-backs and playing over 28, 32 minutes a game, on a regular basis, it's a problem. Exactly. It's a, so it's a problem. We're all on the same page about wanting a team to win and not wanting to watch. Now, now we're stuck watching a baseball team 
that Robin was the close. I think Robin's going to win our pool. <laughs> I might, this year, I, I would have cashed with Joe. This year, what do I do? Optimistic. Oh, I'll be fanboy. They're 81 and 81. They stink. I just they broke stink. down the numbers. I mean, I didn't want them to <laughs> be not, this it's bad. It's not a very big number to win college. The Phillies, at, as, as here we going into play on this Wednesday night, the first day of summer, by the way, and a great job. I got to give Miss Robin a roaring round of applause for a brilliant summertime extravaganza to open with the show tonight. Mixing in some of the great, and there's so many great summer songs. It's the summer solstice. I know. All I had to do was search summer songs, and then this whole thing came up, and all Did of Did you not use my list? You, you know what? There's a couple songs you could have used, but it was a long opening. It was, it was a long great. Kenny Chesney's Summertime. Is, and you know there's me, I'm so not many. a country boy, but I like There were just song. so many that I could put in there. I can mix it up again, but. We may have to play some uh, just tastes of other. You know one of the songs I love? Obviously, the, the, uh, the Jamie's. It's a yes. song everybody's heard, but when you hear the Jamie's, it's one of the. It's like from 1958. Well, the one, it's summertime, 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 some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. Now that was and there's used. Like virtually no music in it, no. but it's just such a great song. For those of you who live out in California, you would recognize that as a summertime fruit commercial. The, the Jamie song? The Jamie song. Well, it's been used for everything. It's been but around since 58. When <laughs> fruit, I think it was Safeway. Maybe it was Safeway or Albertsons had, when their summertime fruits came out, they would always play that song. Summertime, summertime, and, Well, summertime, I mean, the summertime. list is, and there may be more songs about summer than any other season. Yes. Other than Christmas, of course, but it's not a season. Right. <laughs> Although they call it the well, holiday season. It it's is. part of the holiday yes. season. But there's another one, an old school one. We've got to play a taste of that. I gave you the list. I have a ton. I have so many what of the them. What the heck's the guy's name? Now I can't remember his name. Um. Oh. Uh, Here comes oh. summer. Hold on a second. It's like have... a, another '60s, '50s, '60s song. Um. Yeah, you were talking about Winter's Jerry coming. Keller. Here Jerry comes Keller. summer. Jerry Keller. Jerry Keller. Not Helen Keller. Not from Keller's Butter fame. Oh, uh, that's Love a good pull out of you right there, pal. Love Keller's, but uh, you know, my old buddy from my neighborhood. Let me Eddie see Keller. if I can play that? it without. By the way, speaking of great food and butter. Did you know that our, our buddies at Blue is. Duck? Here it is. Yes, I, this I, I was going to drop that. They're on bra. I saw them yesterday. Not the guys. I saw the restaurant. Yes. I like this song. Crank it up. Here comes I like this tune, man. I don't know. It's Robin's so bizarre. Something. I'll play it through mine. I'll play it through mine. Robin, I'll shut it down. Play through well, mine. it shouldn't. I mean, it's just... It's just playing through crap. So <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me fix it. Oh, you know why? But yeah, I because got... I have so much going on with my computer. It's probably... Why are you playing it, Robin? Luigi's got to put it I got a I got to call Nick and Kev from the Blue Duck. Man, they, congr- they opened up, man. They got yeah. the new yeah, spot. So yeah, Robin and I were in Santa City at Broad and Walnut to pick up her new glasses. Aren't they stylish? By the way... Look prescription at, look at glasses now. Yes, I'm, I'm legit. No more dollar store for me. I'm still wearing the dollar store glasses, <laughs> but uh, Robin's got full prescriptions now. Let me give you the uh, phone number to call, by the way. We are taking phone calls at 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669. It's the first day. The, what the, you know what? I love summer, obviously. But the sad part about this day, June 21st, it's the longest day of the year. And now it's... As of tomorrow... I know. It gets darker one minute earlier Which each day. Which we do not like, Tony. No. Right now, obviously, it's not that noticeable for the first couple of weeks. Here, comes here it is. I love this. Man. Crank it up now. Here comes summer. What up? And when the sun shines bright, I hate you. Exactly. <laughs> and not only are you hearing us, you're feeling us, especially out west in Arizona, where it's like 120 oh. degrees yeah, in no, the shade. I have to it's go back. Buck out in oh, I have man. to go back to Thomas, who who logged in early on in the show. We but have he, a weather, traffic, and weather together update from the second, Valley of the did, Sun. 
hold on a second. I have to go all the way back. Now, Northern California, I was on with Damon Bruce, who's back now from a stroke and sounding great and great to talk to Damon again on 95.7 The Game out I in know, San he Francisco. he sounded good. Sounds great. He sounds normal. And luckily, he, when he had the stroke, it didn't affect his motor skills, and he was hospitalized for a couple of weeks. And uh, he got better, was in rehab, went home. And it took like two months, and he's finally back on the air, and he sounds great. If I'm not mistaken, Thomas logged in and said, hello from Hellzona. <laughs> it is. Now, you know, you lived in Arizona. I've been I lived in Arizona, in Arizona. I've been, I've, I have been in Phoenix when they've hit 100, 121, and it is beastly, and it is dangerous. It is so hot outside that just breathing in the air burns your lungs. And so it's so hot you can't even play golf at 7 a.m. and try to get all <laughs> oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. No, but that's what, what they... people do in the summertime. It's so hot during the day that the only time you could play golf is like 6 a.m. at sunlight, first sun, because it gets too then, hot to be already, out there. But even then, it's too hot overnight. Our, our boy Ken Cage is checking. And in um, where is Ken Cage, by the way? He's uh, he's he's listening. He's a. Uh, was he repoing something? He's at baseball practice for his kid. But uh, oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to text him. Did the one tell you that? Yes, she did. Actually, no, he told we me want himself. to we want to make sure that everybody in uh, those areas that are reaching those god awful temperatures are inside safe. I hope they have air conditioning. God, I hope you guys have air conditioning, and um, that you're staying hydrated. Yeah, and drink. I mean, for God and bring your animals inside. Yes. These are it is dangerous. Like if it's 120 outside, asphalt but the gets between 150. People out there know that, Robin. They, no, they, 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 no, they don't. I'm sorry. There are every single year when it gets that hot, you hear about stupid, idiotic people. Yeah, because that those are the dogs. people that you can tell them to their face, and they're still not going to. It happens it. here too. When the summer gets hot, people bring their dogs and they leave them in their cars outside to die in the heat. Yes. That's just people who don't think. I just, right. But the average person who lives in Phoenix, unless they've just moved there and haven't experienced this summer. Isn't to but them. I'm just yeah. anybody that's out there, if you know if and if you see somebody that's stupid enough to leave their animal outside in this heat, report it. Do something about it because it, they can die. Tony, did you get the phone number up by the way? Yes, I, I just did. Seven one seven three six three Tony. Now before we get back, I mentioned the blue duck. Blue duck that's right. A couple of local guys who started a little restaurant, right, up in the Northeast. And so yesterday, Robin and I, we went to pick up her glasses, and I'm driving by the old Bellevue Stratford Hotel. Then right there, I think there used to be a, uh, a Roots Chris there. And I see a sign, Blue Duck, Philly. They now have a location right there in the heart of Center City, Philadelphia, on Broad Street. Is it on? Is yeah, it in the Bellevue? On, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's right down from the belt. Right it's down by University okay. City down there. Yeah, right. it's down near, uh, I think that's where the, where the old, um, near the Kimmel Center. It's in that area, right on Broad Street. And I was like startled. I looked up. We were on the scooter, actually. And I said, look, Blue Duck is in Center City now. Now, Kev, our boy Kev is the, the, the soup slut. Right. He's, he's down there now. He's heading up that spot as, as the chef up there. Great. So when I, did they open that new location? It's, it's probably, it's, it can't be more than about two weeks. I was up there for dinner last month, and they were still on their way in. But I told him, I said, we're going to get a table down there, so we're going to go. Oh, yeah, we got to go to Blue Duck Philly. That's great. I See, that's why I love to see people who are dedicated to doing something great. They started their restaurant, great menu, all original stuff, new ideas. Boom, successful. They open a, a great spot right in the heart of the theater district of Philadelphia. I mean, that's the theater district right on Broad Street. And if you live in Northeast Philadelphia, I mean, you, got, you have to get to the original. The original is So still, they're keeping incredible. both locations in. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay, yes. great. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. So... Mad love to our boys at Blue Duck Philly. Great job and congratulations. But now back to uh, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the other. Some Let's get down to the business, yo. So the Phillies are twenty-five games under five hundred. 
Remember when they were 500 and everybody says, wow, this team's actually better than we thought they what were. What did you say, Tony? Like, oh, like look, look at this infield, man. I mean, they're set oh, up yeah. for the future now. I wouldn't want half of these so, guys. So now... They stink on ice. 69 dude. games into the season. All right. They are 22 and 47 coming into play on this first night of summer. Ouch. That means for them to win 80 games in the remaining 93 games. I've broken it down. So there's 93 games left in the season. To win 80... The Phillies would have to win 58 of their remaining 93 games. So they'd have to go 58 and, let's see, what's uh, 93 minus 58? That's the only 35. Thing. They'd have to go 35. 58 and 35. Will this team go 58 and 35 in the remaining 93 games? They couldn't go 58 and 35 the next 200 <laughs> games. They, win, they stink, Tony. They're horrible. They just outright Saunders. Mark, their, their closer had an ERA north of seven. Seven, Tony. The guy was unbelievable, and then things crashed at the end of last season, and they never came back to the surface this year. He stinks. That a team in total disarray. And, uh, you know, and they're, doing, they're trying to bring up young players. They're trying to mix in some players, some veterans, and it's just been a disaster. Well, yeah, I think it's time to give their new ma- their manager another contract extension. Oh God, he needs to go, Tony. Well, they did. But remember, everybody like, oh, horrible, Ma- Pete McCann did, and then they gave him a new contract, and then they crashed and burned. Yeah, but I think the writing. I mean, I, everybody. I think everyone. The writing was on the wall with McCann, and I just think people were a little bit optimi- optimistic because the team was doing a little bit better and it was young in the rebuild. But you can see now. You know who he is? Who is he? Is he Ryan, Ryan Sandberg? Because no, I said he's no, he's not Ryan Sandberg. Who is he? He's the. He's the what's the Sixers coach? Brett Brown. Brett Brown. He's the Brett Brown of, of the Phil- of, of baseball now, because not everybody's blaming him. And I, by the way, I've been on the record of saying I don't trust Brett Brown to coach. I this think team. Brett Brown's I, a good. I coach. absolutely do not trust him to coach this team. I well, don't. we'll see what he does with good talent. I give him credit. Brett Brown's been a good soldier for the team for the Sixers. He obviously hasn't had a lot to work with, and I think he he deserves a chance to get to work with these kids. Right? Don't you think he deserves a chance? And now we'll see. Because now you're going to talk. If these guys are healthy, you're going to see strategy employed. Baseball, there's not much you can do when, you're, when you have a, a, bad, a bunch of bad players. Yeah, throw the ball, hit the ball, catch the ball. Yeah, you, you try to make pitching changes. You start the pitchers you have. You don't have any pitchers whatsoever. So the point is, it's hard to blame the manager. The manager doesn't go out there and, and you know, run the bases the wrong way or not, not hustle or... Or swing. They were doing. They were doing everything right in the first month of the season, and then all of a sudden, it's like they forgot how to play baseball. But that's the thing, though, is that the manager's there because even though the talent might not be there, Tony, on the same level as the rest of these players, he's there to make sure that they're still they're still trying to do things the right way, and they're not anymore. It's just a really bad baseball team, and I, I think it's time to. It's time to cut it, to cut them out. Do what? Who, what? Who's going to come in here? And manage anybody this team? else? Because it doesn't make a difference. You could bring in. Uh, Billy Martin from the grave, and he couldn't win on this team. You could bring in Joe Madden, and he wouldn't win with this team. Tony, I just don't think the team plays for him, man. They don't, I don't play for anybody. I, I, I know that, but I just think this team really doesn't play for him. I think he just needs to go, man. I disagree. You, so, Larry, do you think they need Larry Bowen there turning things no, over? I can't stand Larry. But the only thing Larry Bowen ever did was give a gift. He gave the greatest gift ever I love with, that the, with the FU. That was about it. I love that gift. Meanwhile, let's go to the phones, Tom. Let's go to the phones. 717-363-TONY is the number. Summer, if you have a summer song you'd like to hear. We'll play it for you. Or a summer sausage. 
Don't they still make like those? Summer don't they still make the summer the sausage? Brought? Yeah, no, no. That's the other one. What's the place oh, in the wintertime? Uh, we you go into the mall. mall. And then they sell them. It's, uh, it's a sausage. Hills, it's, Hills, I don't know. Hillshire Farms. Hillshire. No, that's, that's the, no, the ones in the stores are not Hillfire. Hillshire Farms no. makes the Polska kielbasa in the supermarket. Yes. No, what's the one that I'm thinking of? But there's a there's a place in the mall, especially at the holiday time. They, they sell the all the sausages. They get the, the little and mustards and the cheeses with the crackers. But they sell a lot of they sell a lot of sausage product. And they put the biscuits. And in the, the summer, basket. they have summer sausage. And in the wintertime, they have all the winter. Now, somebody's going to cut. Well, you can tell because it's sticking to your jorts. That's how you know it's exactly right. Is that a summer sausage in your pocket <laughs> yeah. or are you just happy Look to see it? Look at this. I, all I did was type in mall sausage, and these are the yeah. three options. 17 porno showed up. <laughs> really, seriously. <laughs> mall kiosk sausage, mall summer sausage, and mall cheese and sausage. I don't think I've ever the company, though. I'm going to look at oh, it. Oh, okay. There's one that's going to get going to Hickory Farms. Hickory Farms. There it is. Boom. Thank you, Robin. Hickory Farms. There's always they're always in the mall, and they have summer sausage. If you go to a mall tonight, you'll find Hickory Farms at a kiosk, and you'll see the summer sausage there. And they do the have summer, summer sausage. Hickory Farms still has a three pack gift pack for turkey summer sausage right now. Dude, it's for the lean. Do for they the have any? Uh, and lion, they have gourmet they have beef summer sausage. Lion as well. Kugel summer. Do they shandies? have Lion summer shandy sausage? <laughs> no. <laughs> but they might have Zima. You Which know. I finally got to get. I hate to. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I have to give you the oh, first one of the night. Oh, do we have Let's do the Zima update so I can give you the official first bump, bump, the bump of this. So my product. buddy Rob and his brother Steve went out and they got themselves a couple of six packs. It's all, they can't buy them in a case. You got to buy them in six packs. Oh really? Yes. How well, much is a six pack of Zima? We talked about it a couple of bucks for a six pack. Wow. How much? That's three like, sixes. That's three dollars a bottle. That's right. That is an outrage. Three dollars a bottle for Zima? Ignite the night. It's an outrage. So they cracked they they, they got them. They, and they got them all nice white ready for it. I haven't drank them yet. Tony got me something way better the other night. What'd he get you? He got me another bottle big bottle of oh, uh, I got golden her a monkey. Big bottle of golden monkey. She, in likes, Acme. The, she likes the golden in monkey. In Acme. Man. I don't think they sell it in cans or bottles. No, it's only it's either out on tap or in the big uh like big, a little over a pint bottle with the which with is the like three glasses. It's a little bit too much to drink by yourself if you just want a glass of beer. Unless you're a drunk. Yeah. So that's how come I don't open them that often. I would like to have just one bottle, just like a regular old I beer don't think, bottle. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they they make it. I'm gonna have to. Whoops. I'm gonna have to research that. Now, who makes the uh, Golden Monkey? That's uh, Victory. Victory Brewing Company. Yes. That's right. Now, in bars, you get it on tap, but I don't think they sell it by six packs. And I don't think they sell it in cases of regular sized bottles of the Golden Monkey. We have someone checking in right now saying that you can actually buy one, just one bottle of Zima at Giant. At Giant, you can get it for, you can just buy a bottle. Why? I guess they just take them out of the case and they're selling them single, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I hate like, to do it to all you like folks. Like Lucy's. Out there. Tony Bruno. We were wrong. You can buy a regular. I haven't seen it anywhere. I know. Well, I haven't been to a lot but of beer distributors. But a six pack of Golden Monkey. Is thirteen dollars and forty nine cents. Okay, then I, I was wrong because I was in Acme picking up some stuff the other day, and then I you know Acme a company the Acmes now sell beer and they don't have the super extensive selection, but they know they have the Chimay's and all the, the they got uh, they got Chenderb. Do they got that? No, they don't no, have they that. Got that. No, they bro. don't. They have other herb right outside. If you walk you outside, right. poor Tony. So we haven't told anybody about this because we we did not do a show last week. And we week. promise we'll go to the phones right after this update. But go ahead. Um, Wait, I got to give you the uh, this for the Zima. But I will. I think when you pick up a six-pack of Zima, this thing should be loaded. That sound should be loaded <laughs> in the right bottom. Well, as soon as you pick <laughs> up the six-pack, there should be like a you know a thing that releases so it plays yes. the sound. Yes, it's like one like of those when you birthday, open a birthday cards. Yes. cards. Yeah, yeah, that's what you hear. I'm here. Y'all having a good time? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Brian Pitbull for all the money in the world would not play that song holding up a Zima. You give him a Zima and let him drink one. He'll play it. Bad enough he's doing Bud Light with that. That's all right. Let alone a Zima. Zima, the original bro ice. That is too funny. It's ridiculous. All right, let's go to the phones. So, but give you're, the update. Give the update about your birthday, Tony. Oh, so we're out to dinner and at a great Italian place here, Le Vertu. Le Vertu. Great restaurant yep. on East Pass. Luigi Camino. actually took Tony and yes. I out for Tony's birthday. Exactly. It wasn't easy, by the way, because these guys are like my parents. They won't let me pay for anything. I told them, I said, no, damn it. I said, this one's on me. It's your birthday, dude. But we did insist on bringing um, our own bottle of wine because we have been saving up a... Um, 2010... Rapture, yeah, but Magnum. the big guy, but the, the big, big boy, boy. The big yeah, boy. It's, the big I think Magnum. it's two bottles in there. It's not no, the, three. it's not the, no, no, that's the there's big, no way big, we killed big, three big. bottles. Okay, no, that wasn't three. That's the two that bottles. Was the, okay, size. it was two bottles. And then you have the three bottle, which we pulled off in. in uh, we used to drink of the of the earthquakes in. We would take Over that out Catalina. to Catalina with us. That's the uh, Jeroboam. See, I always get these confused. Now there's a Jeroboam. There's the Magnum. And then there's these big-ass bottles of wine, right? Big-ass bottles of wine. Okay. That, that, that's, that's the technical term, big-ass bottle. Vegas, that's they call them right big-ass beers. Okay, big-ass beers. Let me, here are the different, the, the different wine bottle sizes. Are you ready, Tony? Yeah, I'm ready. There's a split, which is a, pretty much a glass. Then there's the half bottle, which holds 375 milliliters, and it's one half of the standard bottle size. Then there's a regular bottle, which is 750 milliliters. Right. Then there's a Magnum, so I was right. It was called the Magnum, which okay. is two bottles. Then there's a double Magnum, which is... Which, twi- con- which you have to wear when you're with the wrong woman. Yes. Correct. Exactly. At which least I have to. twice the size of a Magnum holding Put three, my head. three liter- <laughs> liters the or the equivalent of four bottles. That's what this is right here. Yes. So this is the bottle. That's the double Magnum. Of, this is, a, this is a, one of our, our... This is a 2007 Earthquake Zinfandel. From Michael and David Wineries out in Lodi, our favorite Zin in the entire world. So we polished this off here, though. But we've taken these out to to Catalina Island and had them at the steakhouse there with our great friend Jackie and Johnny Howard out there in Catalina. And we also brought one to the Virgin Islands with us. Yeah, we took one to the BVI. Yeah. On the uh, on the great festival again, vacation, I uh, on the... held on to that puppy like a baby. <laughs> so this is the biggest bottle, I think. Is no, there, there's one bigger than oh, this, there's, right? There's several more. So there, that's the, the Jeroboam that's is bigger the than this. Double right? Magnum, which is holds four bottles. Then there's the Jeroboam, which are two. There, wait, excuse me. There are two sizes of the Jeroboams. The it's sparkling Jero- wine. Dennis Taylor said, "Is it ribbed?" The <laughs> sparkling wine Jeroboam holds four bottles or 3.0. I mean, this is three bottles right then here. Then there is that's a three bottles. Reg- this is three bottles. No, yes, that's three bottles. How many? How many milliliters? It doesn't say on this bottle. It Look doesn't the, say anywhere what the. What there's the, no yeah. milliliters on no. there. No. Well, that should be a double magnum. But then there's also the wine Jeroboam, which is six regular bottles Wait or a minute, four point five. Three hundred. Three hundred cf. I don't know what that that's means. So that's three liters. Okay. So that's the double magnum. That's four that's bottles the of wine. Magnum. Then there's the, yeah. and this only is in champagne bottles only, which is the Rehoboam, Rehoboam, which is for champagne only. That's six bottles, four and a half liters. That's what they use when they like, like christen a yacht. Good Lord. Okay. So then Bordeaux also has an Imperial bottle, which oui. is six liters and the equivalent of oui. eight bottles of wine. Then 
You need a you need a forklift to carry exactly. that. Good God. So then or Burgundy me. I can carry it. Burgundy wines not Ron Burgundy. something no, called Burgundy. a Methuselah, which is Methuselah. six yeah. liters of wine. There's two more. There's three more after this. There's the Salaman <laughs> Salmanazer. Oh. Salmanazer? Yes, yeah, Salmanazer. No, that's a, that's a bacteria. Twelve bottles of wine. Or one entire case in an entire in one bottle. I've never seen a bottle that big. I've seen big bottles Goodness and we have Goodness gracious! Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Exactly. We had a lot of freaking wine. Here's, here's, we had the Rapture, and that was two bottles of wine in that in that particular size. The Rapture cab from 2010. Right. Phenomenal. 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 Once Phenomenal. that opened up after about a half an hour. Oh man. Yes. But then to top it off, we had something that neither none of us had ever had before. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the general manager Jerry he brought out. No, it was Fred. Fred. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Fred. Fred. You are the worst person I've ever seen with. I names. don't know why I have Jerry. How on can you brain. forget Fred? I don't know. Fred and Wilma. I I should remember Fred. Um, Fred, who is the brother of the owner. Right. He. Joe Chicala is the owner, right? Right. He brought out a um a herb. Alcohol drink that night. What was it called again? Chenda herb. A hundred herbs. Hundred herbs. Hundred herbs. 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 And they actually used this to cook because we had these great lamb chops. They were. Well, they were like oh. lamb. They were bone-in lamb oh chops. Oh my god, oh, it was man. so good. And they weren't the little. Uh, you know, they were the big. They, they called were big. them the the the, uh, the the porterhouse size. Right. Now lamb chops are usually small, and you get a bunch of them, like no, a these rack. These were. These were big size. Yeah, lamb they were good. Fillet size. With the bone in, and then they use it when they cook, and obviously the and alcohol like, burns off. But we had a shot afterwards, and and the stuff tastes very earthy, but it burns. Herby, 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 and earthy, herby and earthy. Now Luigi and I had no issues, but I, I did actually, afterwards. Yes, you did. You, you, I can't yeah. drink. It's why I can't drink like Fireball. I can't drink Jägermeister. I can't drink any of those types of after dinner, really strong, burning in your throat, burning in your nose type type drinks. Now, for you those of what? you who want to see, we, we actually have video of it that is posted on Facebook. Of me throwing up? No. Oh. <laughs> I took that shot like a champ. Remember that? I took the yeah. shot, too. I just, uh, just I after, was... the, like, a couple hours later, I got sick. But thank see, God, I, I God, saw God, Luigi's... I didn't have to pay for the shots. They were comp. Thank God. Yes. I saw Luigi's face, and so I was really concerned about doing the shot. I sipped it a little bit, and it was, it was intense. It burned for a It was like years. 140 proof or something like that? Or 170 proof? 100 something. Yeah, it was well over 110 proof. Yeah. It was like 140, 160, something like something that. Like that. You, got, you got your temperature up. What's up, Riddle? Riddle's about to join us. Joe Corrado. Now, now, he was going to be with us last week. He said, I'm coming by. And then, of course, we didn't have the show last week. Well, Joe's saying that he has, he has, he had to work, one thing, but he also has his daughter, too, on Wednesday night. So it's starting to become a little bit difficult. He's going to try to swing as she, much as he can. She but... has little league games or something like that yes. starting now. So... There's only one thing you got to just make a decision, Joe. It's either this show or your family. You got to decide. It's either your daughter or your family, your real family. So, anyway. They're at Olive Garden, actually, your real family. We're just <laughs> a bunch of schmucks. Meanwhile, let's go to the phones. Thank you. And by the way, Ken, uh, John Leon, one of our great followers at John Raiders 25, says, 5,000 games now umpiring for Joe West. 4,500 bad ones. Wow. Exactly. The cowboy Joe West. Cowboy Joe West. That's what he's called. I know, I know. He's Riddle. What are he's you doing? He's a country and western singer. You know that? He's a country singer, Joe West? I don't care if Joe West is a country singer. Just call balls Riddle. and strikes, man. Little, Riddle wants to be on the on the main stage. Yes, he is. Joe West is a pain in the ass, man. He looks he he's an attention-grabbing umpire. Just call the damn balls and strikes. Well, dude. you know, he did invent the West vest, you know. The West which vest? Which got rid of the... Remember the umpires? Is it bulletproof? Remember the umpires used to have those stupid big... The American League umpires and National League umpires were different. Mm-hmm. Then they all became one, so the umpires are all the same. They alternate between leagues. But in the old days, the American League umpires had those big, 
chest protector things, not not the ones in the front. They were like a big cushion that yeah, they I never talk, under I never talking about. Yeah, the Enrico so, Palazzo special. Right, I never talked so, about. But Joe West invented the, what he called the West vest, which is basically a Kevlar under vest that the umpires wear now, so they don't have to hold that stupid shield up in front of them right. anymore. So Joe West became very wealthy inventing the West vest that all the umpires wear now. Good, good for I, him. Other than that, he's a terrible umpire. Exactly. But let's go to the phone, shall we? All right, now, Tony, again, we have no call screener, so we're going blind. I'm going to give the, the area code and the first three numbers of the phone number. So, Hello. 602-657, you're on the air. Hello. What up, Tony? Oh, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Thomas, what up? What's the temperature right now what in Phoenix? You're, you're now in, in, in Western time zone again, right? Because we changed the clock, so you're now in Pacific time, not in, cent, not in mountain time anymore, right? So it is uh, uh, coming up on 5 o'clock there? That's good, uh, that's good Pacific time knowledge right there, Tony. I know my time that's zones. Right. I know in Arizona because when I used to be on out of L.A., my show in Arizona would run uh, in the winter time, in uh, standard time, it would run from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m., and then it would run from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. when everybody else changed the clocks except Arizona and Indiana, and my time slot would change even though I was on the same time. <laughs> exactly. What's the Did temperature right talk? now? Is this wine talk with Tony Bruno? Is it is wine talk. Or what? It's while we wine most of the time. Whether we have wine or not, there's always whining on this show. What's the temperature, Thomas? I'm drinking a... It's uh, one, I think it's one thirteen now. Um, it's cooling off. So American there. Airlines flights can finally, can finally leave the airport. They're only flying out between 3 and 6. Wow. So, and for those of you who do not realize this, this so, is because the concrete actually gets soft when it gets Not concrete, the asphalt. the asphalt. The asphalt gets soft. If the soft. concrete got soft by weather, <laughs> we'd be in deep. <laughs> Why do they have asphalt runways in Phoenix? Why aren't they all concrete? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, and this is the first time I've heard of it. I've never heard. I mean, we've gotten, you know, we've had bad summers in, in Phoenix where it's been really, really hot. And I've never heard, uh, you know, of, of planes being grounded because of the heat, because of the ground temperature. And the, the temperature that the planes can only, you know, fly out of is has to be like 118 degrees maximum. And we've reached 120, you know, in the last few days and so forth. So, so it's not it's, just uh, a soft, it's just not the really soft I mean, runway. It's also the temperature which you need to, to gain lift. Right. In that in that uh, heat, I'm sure I'm Correct. not an area, I'm not an aviation expert, but I believe lift is harder to attain when the temperature is higher because the plane obviously has to get enough speed up so that it becomes airborne. I know the air goes under the wings, but it has to have something to do with the temperature. I right? think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's so it was so hot out yesterday. I needed oven mitts to get my trash can to the curb. It was so wow. bad. I mean. Yeah. It was, oh, my gosh. So, I mean, I'm lucky I work from home. You know, I'm in a nice air-conditioned home all day. I'm still working right now, as a matter of fact. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's uh, I mean, you know, I'm surprised that the, like, the mail trucks have come and everything like that. It's, it's, it's just been so unbearable. You know, Satanism must be, this must be heaven for Satanists is what I feel. I mean, but. No, I, yeah, I talked to my dad and, really and he, he, they have a pool in the backyard and it's too hot to go in the pool. It's never too hot to go in the pool for me. Oh, yeah, you need one of those, like. You need one of those like five thousand um, uh, dollar cooling systems exactly. to, to, that you know brings the temperature down thirteen degrees. You know, in order yeah, that's to be, what they do in know, Arizona. They have to the cool pool gets too pool hot because otherwise it's going to get too hot. No, yeah. no people, Luigi doesn't know this. The, they have to the pools get too hot in the sun. To me, it, it's never too hot unless it's boiling. It's not too hot. 
I love hot water. I hate cold weather. I hate cold weather, water in a pool. But in Arizona, it get, it's ridiculous. Those, the same golf courses that charge you like 300 bucks to play in January, February, and March are now charging you like $10 for greens fees because nobody can go out. Turn up. Dude, you kidding so, me? Thomas, you'll appreciate exactly. this living in Arizona. So when I lived out there, we lived up um, in uh, Lake Pleasant area. And, uh, our, Was it Pleasant there by any chance? Our development had a huge power outage in the middle of the summer. And so our ever, no power, air conditioning, nothing. And we lived in a two-story house. All of our bedrooms are on the second floor. It was way too hot on the second floor. First floor was also too hot. So all of us, including our two dogs, we couldn't get the cats out there. They somehow managed to survive. How could you not have air conditioning in Arizona? We did, but the power went out. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you well, had no air Were you air not paying attention? I know you know your mother doesn't have air conditioning in, no, in, in Palo Alto. No, in Palo Alto, she does not have air. But, Jack Flortex says go to the ice house and get a few blocks of ice and throw it in. Go to the ice house. out on floaty toys out on the pool with wet towels over us for two nights. That was pretty miserable. It's an outrage. Marcette Dunham checks in and says her pool is at 82 Perfect temperature. It's hard to maintain. That's what she says. When it's 82, exactly. it's, hard, it's to hard to maintain that hey, you know coming up? temperature. Uh. You know what's coming up here soon here, Abril? What's coming up? Oh, the, uh, the expansion draft. That's right. The, the Las draft. Vegas uh, Golden Knights will be loading up with uh, cast-offs from every NHL team. Speaking of ice, you could use to put in a pool. NHL ice. Hey. Sorry. That's a beautiful arena out there. Robin you know, and I were there when they were starting to build saw- it. You know, I actually saw an expand uh, like an expansion draft, a mock draft of expansion. I mean, come on, you know, I can see for the NFL and and, and you know maybe the NBA, they only get like the first pick right, you know, and every other pick is wrong after that. Especially like this year with Trubisky, you know, just throwing a monkey wrench in everything for the NFL draft. But I mean, why do they why do they have to do these stupid mock drafts and say, oh, I think they're going to pick this player from this team? Because it's they so want stupid. they want really hits does. on it websites. Really it's only one reason to get hits on websites. From people who want more information, they want to go on. It's all about clicks, getting clicks on your sites. I'm the only guy that doesn't pimp my website for yeah, clicks I, to I, make money. I'm a dope. Yeah. I think our man Johnny X summed it up when he said, Nobody cares. Exactly you know that, right. Remember that, Tony? Did you play you that from Johnny your house? Did you, did you you play that drop from your from Nobody your? Cares. I just played it that. Oh, time. okay. He played it the time yeah. before that though. I did. How did you play that? It sounded like you have an you have a you have a machine too and a sound effect machine. You guys are coming to the show with their own soundboard. Sounds great. A machine? I don't have a machine. I have a I have a a, a Kindle. Oh, There's uh, all kinds of stuff on on the website on your old soundboard there from the now. Do you have? Uh, I have to go get my so, old 360 machine, which is like seven thousand pounds. Now everything's on tablets. But I have, I Why have do Chris you have from. Why your 360 machine? That doesn't make any sense, Bruno. You I, can just go to your old um, Into the Night soundboard website and you can download them all from there. I do. That's where I got most of them, but I don't have all of them. <laughs> and some of them are my 360, which I'll have to digitize and put on. But Who I, does I, like, that? Chris from Lacrosse, I don't have that? on my soundboard. I guess that's what you'd be saying. Exactly. But I got to get Chris and Lacrosse loaded again in more ways than one, hopefully. <laughs> and hopefully she's still with us. We have to track her down. I got to get my friends. I know. I can't believe. Robin, it's your job now. We got to find Chris in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. I wish I knew how to find her, though. Like, I have no idea how to just find her 
I'll, I'll see what I, mean, I can do. Lacrosse can't be that big of a city, right? I mean, yeah. is it that big of a city? I mean, I don't maybe even some know people her that last listen name. to the show maybe, maybe can find her, maybe know her. I think we had her, fa- we sent her beer. We did send her beer. So we have to have her, like, you just can't send it to Chris Lacrosse, Care of Lacrosse, <laughs> Wisconsin. We had her name and address. <laughs> Chris Lacrosse, where's the robe? Not Chris um, Cross, we'll make, Chris- Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump. Not crisscross. The Mac that'll make That's you. good crisscross knowledge right there, pal. Well, exactly. That's what we do, man. You All right. Well, you guys, you guys enjoy your evening. I'm, dr- I'm drinking a summer shandy right now because you can't drink anything harder because it's so hot. Exactly. So I'm just refreshing with a summer shandy. So you guys have a great rest of your night, all right? Thank you, Thomas. You too. Stay cool out there, my friend. There he is, the great Thomas in the desert. Calm the desert. Even the calms will melt if you run that big pick through the desert. When you're combing it, man, we ain't that, found shit. I know that that thing will melt tonight. It is amazing the 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 how and then inside the car it gets over like it can get over two hundred degrees. You know what I do if I live in Arizona this time of the year? What stay ass? Where, no, you know where I would go? Skim your dad's pool. Where would I go, Robin? Oh, you would go up to Sedona. Yes, because when it's hundred and twenty in in Phoenix, it's like eighty five in Sedona, and then go up to Flagstaff and go all the way up to the San yeah. Francisco peaks, and it's like eighty there. That's where you stay cool. You go That's to the higher. You go to the higher elevations. It's always cooler up there. You get up, so you can get down. So you can get down. Exactly. Let's go to the phones again, Tom. Before we go, uh, before we go to. Break. Who do we have? So we got two six seven nine zero two. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Caller. Let's go to. Two six seven nine zero two. Are you there? I hear somebody breathing or scratching or making yeah. some noises. Who is it? Hello. Hello. Is that? Wait a minute. What is going? Is on that here? Jim? I don't know. I don't know. Jim. I'll put him back on hold. I'm gonna whoever. put him back on hold. Whoever that is, it's disturbing. It, it almost sounded like Jim a little bit from Cheltenham. I don't think it was Jim. All right. Jim from Cheltenham. Oh, it's 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 a scammer, I think. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't well, know. I, Who, I, I know. I put him back live. Who is it? I don't know. Is it one of the lick face guys? Speak. Hello. Is this Sam Hinkie? No, I don't think you, whoever it is. I don't think that they realize that they're on the air. <laughs> you know, you're on the air, right? <laughs> no, they know they're all right. On. They're okay, out. They're put them out. Put them out. They, they hung up. They're themselves. out. Cut them off. They Cut them off themselves. Or as my good buddy Harry Mays once said, many many times. On this and other programs. Get out! Get out! Oops. Right. By the way, Tony, I I have scientific proof now as to why my brain is wired differently. Is that better or worse? Uh, I guess it depends on my excuse. <laughs> what I'm what I'm trying to get an excuse Can for. Can we do that in the second hour? Yeah, we'll do that in the next hour after the break, and then of course we'll I have take tons more of, of great co- updates. Well, we're tonight. gonna get we can't over. do a ton of updates, Robin. Well, tough nookies. I never get to do updates. I've been saving them up. They don't count. We have fr- only the freshest updates on this show. We don't regurgitate. Damn right. We don't do five week old updates on this These show. What do you think we are? Five week old. Ridiculous. That's an outrage, Tony. All right, let's go to break. Come on. Don't forget, you can, I'm on Twitter. I'm actually. Does somebody need to go to the bathroom? Is I'm actually monitoring no. Twitter, so 
I will respond to you on Twitter tonight. Oh, God. Here we go. Just during this podcast. Phone lines are lighting back up again, by the way. she goes, no masturbating during the show, yo. It sounded like masturbation (laughs) sensation. I didn't want to call it out. It sounded like two people were there. It wasn't one person. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know. No, it was somebody talking to somebody else. You know, like uh, me, myself, and I kind of situation? No, no. The guy was talking. He was laughing to somebody. Well, they've called back in, so we'll see who they are in a second hour. We have some other phone calls. I think they're the process guys. I think they're those uh, trusters. Truthers, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669. You can tweet during the show, too. We're live tweeting at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show, at Miss Robin Austin, and at Luigi Curto 22 are the numbers. And I gave you all, uh, all the NBA news so far. Yes. We, oh, you know what? Before we go to break, we what? should at least say who the show is, one of the sponsors of the show tonight. Who's, who's one of the sponsors? Ting, of course. Ting. Ting is one of our fantastic sponsors. Ting.com. For those of you who are still hooked to a major uh, phone, cell phone company. Now, we're not asking you to get out of your contracts no. and stuff. No, but, but if, if you're you expiring, have, you have yeah. an expiring contract like most NBA players are being unloaded before the draft tomorrow You night. are one valuable asset. <laughs> you can get rid of uh, your team just like you can get rid of your phone. And you don't even have to get rid of your phone. It could work on Ting. Right, you and can could be, be free l- agent. L- half of what you've been paying. We half. have we have gone down to less than half of what we were paying before. Absolutely. And, the and it's not a scam. And it's not some, no. We use it. We've done it. We we paid our first bill. It Correct. was ninety dollars because Robin's been using it outside well, a lot. Well, the very first the very first uh, month that I was using it, I was a little bit unsure of how the the uh, Wi-Fi worked. And Correct. I got it kind of figured out now. But, but the bottom line is. We were paying like $180 a month with Verizon. We now just paid $90 for the first month. All our calls sound identical Yep. because they use the same towers. We actually have better voicemail now. Better voicemail. Yeah, visual Again, voicemail. I'm not knocking Verizon. You want to stay with Verizon, stay with them. I'm or Sprint telling, or T-Mobile or whatever. But, but if you're out of contract and you're looking around, there's all these different companies. Our buddy, who's a great tech uh, wizard, I was going to call him a geek, but he's not a geek. Geek, you know, geek is a term of endearment here. Nerds, nerds, the great Brian. Nerds, 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 Brian, Brian Martell told us about Ting. Just get the card. You know, it's just an, what it is. It's a, it's a little SIM card. SIM card. And um, you can check and see if your phone is compatible. We didn't so even have to buy new phones. No, Our phones that we had Verizon that we paid over two years and we haven't f- paid in full. And they're still fantastic. We now use them. We don't have a monthly phone payment. We don't pay for the phone. We and don't pay for the insurance I've sent on the phone. out a couple of TING cards uh, to people that requested them. They are normally nine ninety nine just for the setup fee, but Wait. that's it. Wait a minute. People got stuff in a timely fashion. I well, I wouldn't <laughs> say timely, but they did. But they are in the mail, and um, and if you do not have a phone or if you want to upgrade your phone, there uh, there's one person in particular who they had a they they had a phone they wanted to upgrade, but they didn't want to pay the seven eight nine hundred dollars to pay for like a new brand new mm-hmm. Samsung Galaxy or an iPhone. There are companies like Blue, B-L-U. Not the cigarette, electronic um, cigarette That company. are unlocked phones that are phones that are made that are made in the same factory that the Samsung phones are made in. They're really, really great phones. My daughter has one. My son has one. They love them. And they're unlocked. You, It's like a uh, hundred and something dollars. No, you, you got to find a way to lower your bill. That's what we're doing. I mean, I have to downsize. I'm downsizing. My life has changed. You know what? It's not just that. I don't like being beholden to somebody for no, two years. No, but I don't like to overpay for stuff either, yeah, Robin. Yeah, but it's still, it's also, it's, it's like a multiple thing. It's now, now it's not just that. Why would you not pay, if you 
if you had a chance to pay half of what you were paying, you would. would you would pay half. Right. People get people get schnookered into buying because you know all these companies say, uh, you, "Sign up now and you'll get what this phone, and we'll give you another one for free." You just yeah, used be holding and schnookered. In I, my, know. In, in, in I have a fantastic seconds. vocabulary. You're using everything you got tonight. <laughs> Every little thing is going to be all right. And I have the article here as to why my vocabulary is so fantastic. And my vocabulary is pretty solid too. It is solid, Tony. Not as solid as the process, but it's solid. But anyway, <laughs> Ting, T-I-N-G, go to Ting.com. You can find out more information. You can actually log on there, see how much money you would like to save um, if you switched over. And I do still have Ting cards left. If you are in the market for it, just hit me up on my email, MissRobinAustin at gmail.com. That's a $10 value, Clark. That's a $10, $10 bill. A $10 bill all day right there. And you have to have the Ting Card, SIM card, yeah, that's SIM all. SIM card, and then you call them up and you set up your service just like yep. we did. We had and the TIN cards, put them in. Their service Boom. is Boom. amazing. I'll set it and forget. That's all you have to do. You're damn right. We're coming back another solid hour, or at least another hour of making the needles move. Somewhere around that. It's Tony, Miss Robin, Luigi, and you, right here, the Tony Bruno Show podcast. We're coming back with a five minute break, and then we're going to go straight through until the summer solstice comes <laughs> to an abrupt end. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. And now, on with the show. Yeah, sending this one out to my man Killer B. No doubt, indeed. You know what I'm saying? There's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. You could run. Play that for Luigi's boy, Prodigy. Yeah, man, one love, brother. Too young, man. Leukemia. Taking way too young, man. Leukemia, dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. How old was Bob Deep? Um, Prodigy? Prodigy? Obviously, the song. 38, 39 wow. years old. No, I, was, I think he was younger than that. He's about 36. He's older than I am. And it's, it's not, I mean, it's still, it's, it's rare, not rare, but it's not as common for people with leukemia to pass away now. Especially young because they can yeah. get it earlier. Now, we saw, we mentioned that uh, Adam West, TV's Batman, the first Batman, right. died of leukemia. He was 88, he was though. older. And yeah, but, it, but that's even weird to hear at that age developing leukemia. Now, leukemia is a blood disease and is a form of cancer because my dad died of leukemia. And obviously, the, the, uh, the treatments have changed over the years. The mm -hmm. diagnoses have changed. Well, now that they can do the blood marrow uh, transfusions, are, that's huge. Absolutely. Because before, they would just try to replenish somebody's red blood cells. and Or was it the platelets? I forget exactly what it is that d gets diminished when you have leukemia. But whatever it is... You can keep pumping it into somebody, and your body is just killing them off as fast well, yeah, as you pump them in. Well, yeah, there's too many white blood cells and not enough red right. blood cells, and, and then they give you what's what they did with my dad. And they keep giving you transfusions, but your body just it's it, they're killing them off as fast as you're putting them in. That's how come when they do the bone marrow transplants, it helps restart your body's natural production of red blood cells. There you have it. Your medical update for the night, broken down scientifically. 
717-363-TONY. You know we're going to do this hour also? We're going to give away something. Yeah, I, I just I, I, said, I felt it. I said, you know what? Let's give away a cruise, man. It's getting nice out. Let me crank Let's do it. it. Let me crank this up now. Let me you got play something, yeah. Got to play this classic. When I think about going out on the Patriot Harbor Lines with Captain Walt. The one that's wrapped in dark, dark green and made for a teen. No, not spearmint gum. Beach nut spearmint beach gum. Spearmint chewing gum. Do me one favor. Don't let him what is this? Dick Clark It has an old school dark, commercial you know. in front of an old school song. I keep out of the and no, because, out of the because Frankie eye, Ford, and I who did this song, Sea Cruise, he literally spent was on American Bandstand with Dick Clark in Philly. And they used to do live commercials on that show. Uh huh. Like we do on this show. Even though we don't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Frankie Ford. There we go. We're going to give away a cruise. Not a sea cruise, but a Delaware River cruise, which is just as good. Because you get to see fireworks, you get to get a tour, close up to the ships, the history yep. of the SS New Jersey, and there's a bar on board. There's a bar, and then we get to see the United States up close and personal. You Not know, the country, the SS. Oh, if you States. bend over, I'll show you all 50 and of them. During, oh. the, during the summer, you might might get to see my son as a bartender. He's exactly. actually he's applied to, to work for there. Crank out little Frankie Ford. Be my guest, you got nothing to lose. Won't you let me take you on a sea cruise? Ooh-wee, baby. Ooh-wee, baby. Ooh-wee. All right, enough for Frankie Ford. Thank you. He's gone. He gone. He gone. Now, Mandy Moore re-recorded this for a movie. She did? Yes. Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore re-recorded. Was she like a walk to remember or something? Is that like the only thing? she should become a good actress. She's in that new show that I love so much that's This Is Us. She's in that? Oh, my gosh. She's so fantastic. She plays. She went from like one of those tweeners, pop star singers, to a great actress. Was it in I don't know about great. Was it in The Princess No, Tires? she's a damn good actress. She's been in... You look at all the other young singers. You know, go go back and look at... Uh, Christina Aguilera didn't become an actress, a no. good actress. No, she turned to a hoe, and then that was it. No, but she's talented. Oh, she's incredibly talented. Yeah, it was, um, it, it was uh, Mandy Moore in... Um Princess Diaries. And was I she think in The Princess Diaries? Yes, yeah, she was. She yeah, she's been she, in a lot of stuff. She played the biatch. She's one of the, the few... Biatch. She's one of the few singers... That has been able to make the transition, you know, from tween singer to actress. Right. And she does both still. Because, you know, what's her name can't act? Who? Britney Spears oh, can't no. act. No, no she, she cannot. She had, what was that movie? Crossroads or whatever it was? I don't know. I think oh, that's what it was called. It was Cro- yes, that's what it was called. Crossroads. I think you're right. Christina Aguilera is not a great actress. Nope. Uh, Katy Perry can't act. I mean, you look at all these, you know, really talented singers. How many of them are good actresses? None. It's hard to make that they're crossover. Singers, that's why. Yeah, but Mandy Moore's a singer, and she's a good actress. No, I think she was a better actress than she was a singer. Who, Mandy Moore? Yeah. No, she was a good singer, she too. She was a great singer. She was an entourage for a little is. bit, too. She was? Yeah, she was an entourage for a little bit. I thought you said she couldn't act. Now you're telling me all these shows she's I didn't in. say she was good, and I just said she was in it, Tone. Ridiculous, man. That was Vince's You're so getting me, jobs if you're not good. Let I me finish my, my quick little thing. Proof, scientific proof. Oh, this is an update? Yes, that my brain, because you, you always accuse me of thinking in a strange way. Yes. And now there is a reason why. It is scientific proof that my brain is wired time. differently because I'm bilingual. I'm bilingual. I'm trisexual. <laughs> But it, they, they, yeah, they've actually... Knows that. I was bi-coastal, now I'm trisexual, so now, I'm pretty much... Not only this. am I bilingual, but I'm like quattrolingo. I'm bilingual, You're not quattrolingual. Quattrolingual? You can't be... It's quattrolingual. Lingual. You said quattrolingo, so you can't be quattrolingual I think that's the wine speaking. Uh, so that would, that would be cinco lingual. 
<laughs> because it was the wine. Let's get me. to the damn update, no, ladies and gentlemen, so already in progress. Anybody that speaks more than one language has a cognitive advantage over monolinguals, and it actually rewires our brain. We think differently. Did someone to tell you that? We no, perceive didn't time differently, apparently. Um, there's all Would sorts of You consider of me things. multilingual? Partially, yeah. I think so, because you do. You I can do. speak Italian. I don't, but I, I can right. speak it when I need to. You do. So I, I would say you I can speak Spanish when I need to. I mean, you're, you are almost fluent. I understand French. I can speak a little French. Right. So that makes me multilingual, right? I would think so. Absolutely. I go to France. I speak French. Can you really? I go to Italy. I speak Italian. You walk outside, I go to South Philly. I speak, <laughs> hey, South Philly. Exactly. Oh. Hey, yo. Hey, I do. So there, when hey, all, every single test that scientists have given bilingual people, on average, bilingual or multilingual people score higher. Where? In what? On all sorts of tests, whether give it is... Give me some damn examples, Robin. Okay. This is just a... a for example, someone shown red and green dots on the left or the right side of the computer screen and asked to identify the color, not the position, by pressing as quickly and as accurately as possible on a left button for green and a right button for red. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of those really fast, you know, right. how fast does your brain process things. Um, the test doesn't involve any language, but bilingual people still have a very... It's a clear advantage for whatever we they're faster. So they can the, hit the red button faster? But there, Do you just means understand that the words that are coming out of my mouth? No. We just think faster on our feet. We have, we're, we're, I agree we're, with that. So there's, there's a lot of different things that multilingual. And then um, when a multilingual person thinks of an object, we think of the object in all the different languages that it represents. Me too. And, and so we have... Uh, it, when, it, I, when I hear testa de minchia... I think of it in English and Italian. Yeah, basically. Right, right. So the, right. I'm, I'm just giving you an explanation as to why I am unique. <laughs> you're not the only, not the one, only Robin. one, Robin. You're acting like you're that. the only person who's unique? But, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm just giving myself an excuse when Tony yells at me because of the way I do certain things. But and you're the way making I think. it sound like those people are superior. In a way. Yes, we are. No, we're not. <laughs> I, I don't consider myself superior in any way. I don't consider my, except to the trusters. I'm, I'm more superior to them because I, I actually have experience and knowledge that goes beyond five years. To some people, that's, a, that's an old man thing. That's what bothers me about younger people now. And I wasn't like this when uh, I was young. Where are we going with this? Go ahead. When I was young, I didn't, I didn't think the way young people do now. What, did they know more than someone that's older than yeah. No, I never have. I never, I, 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 and to this day, I always look. For knowledge from people that know more than me. Well, I, I do believe in the saying that if you're the if you if you're the smartest room in, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're the dumbest. You should be in a room full of people that you I want to learn. I learn something every day. When mm -hmm. I I'll turn on Science Channel, I'll learn stuff every no, single day of my life. I want to learn from talking to people. But no, I want to learn any way I can. I absorb stuff all the time, which proves I have unlimited RAM, which is <laughs> better than a computer. Unlimited but my point RAM. is, when I was younger, I looked up to people who were older because yeah. I saw them as Fonts of information. I respected what they've achieved and what they know. There's a difference between opinions, which are not should be based on fact, but a lot of times opinions are not based on fact anymore. Well, opinions are based on what somebody, you, somebody told you a, that you believe is fact. There's a caveat to that, though, because I think that you can't just say that all old people have great knowledge. Because no, I'm talking of, about if you're, in a, if you're in a field. Yes. Okay, you're a doctor, right? Or you're, a, you're an internist. You're, you're going to medical school. 
Aren't you going to look up to other doctors, right? Aren't you going to say, you know, here's a doctor who's a brain surgeon. I'm not a brain surgeon, but I want to get into medicine. I'm going to pick his brain, so to speak. When I, was in, when I got into broadcasting, I looked up to people that were great at broadcasting. That's what I did. I looked up to people in the field that I aspire to be in to get more knowledge, to learn. And who, and who was your who was your? Oh, alumni? so many people. I mean, the, the people that helped me get into the business, Long John Wade and Glenn Barton and Dave Parks and guys that I used to listen to on the radio at night do you and remember, Alan Stone. I was going to ask you, do you remember the first voice you heard that made you fall in love with radio? I don't know who it was, but it was I was listening to a baseball game late at night. Okay. You know, back in the day when I was a teenager, when I was, I was only 12, I was listening to games at night, you know, because there wasn't a lot of TV. And I was fascinated by turning the radio on and scanning around. You can hear stations from all over the country at night. And that's when I became fascinated with radio. The point is, I don't feel like I'm better than anybody else because I've been doing this a long time. Hell no. But I also, I respect accomplishment. And a lot of people don't respect accomplishment. They just think, well, I, I study more than you, or I think I know more than you, therefore I do. And that's not how it works. Opinions are different than facts. My opinions are usually based on facts. I make observations based on what I think is going to happen. That's not, that's not a, an opinion based on fact. Facts are facts. You can't change them. You can make an opinion based on them. I give opinions based on knowledge and based on what I think is right. Right, an experience. That also. doesn't mean I'm going to be right. But when, there, when it's a fact-based opinion, then I know I'm right. You understand what I'm saying? I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. Absolutely, man. So I'm not, I, I don't think I'm smarter than anybody else. I don't think I'm better than anybody else. And I still want to learn. That's the difference. Yes. But there's a lot of people who just don't, they just don't want to hear anything else. Are we they think they right. know They're it all. They're closed-minded. And so that's how come I, I, I totally agree with you. Being open-minded at any age and being open to something new is the best way to think, no matter whether you are monolingual, bilingual, trilingual, or... Or bisexual. I hear you. Or trisexual. <laughs> Basically. Or trisexual, whatever. Or multi. Uh, or multisexual. Or regardless of what your gender, which one genders you may be in. Well, let's go to let's go to phone and see what kind of genders we have on the line. And we're going to give out how are we going to give out the cruise on the Patriot Harbor line. I By don't the know. way, shout out to our boy, Captain Captain uh, Wall, Wall, man. Captain Wall was like he had pneumonia. Yeah, he was sick. He was like in the hospital for a day or so. The guy works like an animal. Some days, like we saw him, we saw him for the uh, Memorial Day weekend cruise. He did like ten cruises in one day. Even uh, Captain Stubing didn't do that on the love boat. Well, I mean, you need a little juice. You don't need gas. You need juice for that. Bro. Remember Captain Stubing on the love boat, Absolutely, Robin? Man. I do. It's great love boat knowledge. Where, right we, there. What did we see where we had? We were watching two love Mary Tyler Moore. That's right. And there was two of the love boat people were on. Exactly. Let's go back to the phones. Robin, is Facebook back up live now? Uh, yeah, I believe so, and I'm double checking that, but I think it is. All right. Well, in the meantime, we'll go to the phones uh, again with no call screen. So we're going six one zero seven three one six one zero seven three one. Let's go to... Oh, it is Jose. I thought somebody played it. Jose, drop it. No, no, no. It's just you, Tom. What up, Jose? What up, Luigi? What up, Jose? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Jose? What up? Nothing much, yo. What up, Tom? You didn't say Thomas is out there in Phoenix. You know he's listening in. What up, Mr. Rogers? (laughs) He is Mr. Rogers. Now, are you watching the NHL award show and also the uh, – which flyers have been picked up by the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights so far? Do you know, uh, Jose? 
haven't been tracking the expansion draft because it's on the same time as the NHL awards, and I'm not a big fan of NHL award shows. Wow. Even though Sergei Bobrovsky, a cast-off by your Philadelphia Flyers, could win the Vezina Trophy tonight. Or it could be Holtby for the second straight year back-to-back. You know the last goalie in the NHL to win back-to-back Vezina Trophies, Jose? I'm glad you said Jose because you looked at me out of a not known. That's an easy one, man. Marty Brodeur. I was going to say back in the 90s. Martin Brodeur won back-to-back Bezinas. I think it was 98 and 99, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. But uh, Holtby down there in Washington with the Capitals, he's a Bezina finalist as well. Who wins the Bezina Trophy tonight, Jose, since you are a hockey aficionado, unlike hockey hater Luigi Curto? Not a hater. I'm going to go Bob. 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 Sergei Bobrovsky. I wouldn't be shocked. Would you be shocked if Bob wins it? I, I, I wouldn't even care. To <laughs> be honest with you, I'm sorry, Tony. I just wouldn't, man. No, but you'll care who the, the, the last pick in the second those, round of the man. NBA draft is going to be. Damn right I would, man. Ridiculous. My boys are picking tomorrow. Oh, That's right, brother. Boy. My boys are picking tomorrow. Hang on, Jose. Let this ride out for a second. Even Tony can't deny this. He loves this. But I have breaking news from the NBA high-speed wire speaking of the Sixers. The New Orleans Pelicans have traded Tim Frazier. Backup point guard. To the Washington Wizards in exchange for the number 52 pick. (laughs) Somewhere Sam Hinkie's loins are stirring, wishing that he had the number 52 pick as well. Because you can never have enough second-round draft picks if you're a Hinkieite. Somewhere on your board out there in Southern California. What else is going on, Jose? Well, um, it, can we give the Phillies one of those for thanking us for a memorable first half of the season? Simultaneous. Night after night, can you believe? Bullpen problems. Ah. Oh. Starting pitching problems. It's un- what happened Building in the 11th. It was a 1-1 ball game, and then they give up seven runs oh. in the 11th inning. You play 11 innings. What the hell? And then you give up seven runs to a, to a Cardinal team that has been struggling mightily in the month of June, and they come, they come in here and start beating the hell out of the Phillies. It's a 22 and 47. Our boy, our boy uh, Brian Martel, Marty's checking in. Our Flyers hockey expert over here, he's saying uh, Pierre Belmar is going to Vegas. The Frenchman, eh? Yep. There's a lot of French Canadian out there, and that's uh, Pierre Edouard Belmar. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. And you know, you know what you know what he's famous for? Not only just being a flyer. No, I know. When he was playing for the French in the in the World Championships, his goaltender was given the Most Valuable Player of the Tournament award, and he said, "No, he was given the Most Valuable Player of the of the award, of the Tournament award, and he he refused it and gave it to his goaltender and said, "I don't deserve this." My goalie played better than I did, and he awarded the goaltender the trophy for the most valuable player of that tournament. That's a class act right there, man. How many guys you see do that in sports? Zero. It was on the ice. I mean, they, they, they announce his name. He's going to handing him the trophy, and he says, no, no, points it to his goalie, and he gives him the MVP trophy. That's awesome. That's pretty damn good. That is very awesome. You'll never see like that happen in the NBA, will you? <laughs> Timmy Gallagher checks in. He goes, he puts up a quote. I have no clue. Luigi on anything with a puck. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> you 
are right about that, boss. Exactly right. So Pierre-Edouard Belmar is now a Las Vegas Golden Knight. Your thoughts, Jose? What up, Vegas? <laughs> what up? What's going on? Jose is like a couple of octaves back tonight. A couple of RCHs off the uh, pace tonight. Now, well, um, we now know who the Sixers are. Is there any, is there any drama? Let me ask you this, Jose. Is there any reason to watch the NBA draft Thursday night? Um, because because all, we already know who's going to go in the first two picks. Who's going to be? Oh, well, yeah, so Ball's going to go, right? There's no, there's no way. The, the, now that the Lakers have pretty much given up on D'Angelo Russell, is there any doubt they take Lonzo Ball? Yeah, he's going. He's, now he's the fit. Without Russell there, he's the fit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because those Sly Clarkson over don't make him the point. They'll make I mean, him I'm the, the facto too. I would like to see Ball. I would like to see Ball in the Lakers uniform, and within the next year or so, I was re- I'm hoping Paul George goes there. Well, Paul George but supposedly wants to go opinion. there. Paul George wants to go there. Yeah, I'm hearing Paul George. Yeah, he wants to go home. He wants to go back to where he grew up. Back to Cali. California. Going back to Cali. But let me ask you this, yes, Jose. Sir. All right, because the Sixers and the Lakers have both been tanking. The, the Lakers more recently since Kobe crashed and burned at the end of his career and that team stunk and they've stunk for the last few years. If the, if the Lakers, yes. after all this tanking, go out there and get LeBron to go out to California or a Paul George and they become a contender for another, another NBA championship and the Sixers are still flogging along trying to become an eight seed, will you be angry? Because you're a Laker fan, right? Yes. And I like the Sixers fans, we watch <clears throat> we see it through, yo. Well Tony, I mean I don't I don't know as far as I don't know as far as this is gonna go, but if LeBron leaves the East and depending on what the Celtics do with this team that they're building over there in the next couple of years, and if the quote-unquote process does work once it finally gets on the floor, the Sixers aren't too far away from contending for 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 the Eastern Conference Finals. They're really not. They're they're with they're, they're you know they're they're within they'll be within striking range of landing you know being a landing spot for a potential free agent to come in and help along, but if but LeBron does, is if the he Lakers, does go to L.A. We're not, we're not beating the Lakers. I, I don't no, think it's going to happen. The, here's but. the thing: the Lakers aren't the Lakers will become a destination even without a great well, team. They're, they're just because of the Lakers, right? They're the show, they're that's my point. That's, that's why all these Sixer fans, all these trusters. Not only talking about real Sixer fans. I'm talking about these tweeners. These guys, you know, are now 19-year-olds who think they know they invented basketball because they sit at home with analytics. And, oh, by the way, the Sixers fire their analytic guy. Uh, they think that that's what the way. That's analytics? the way. Analytics don't tell you whether a kid's a dope or not. Analytics don't tell you whether a kid's going to be mature enough to play in the NBA. All it gives you is numbers in, numbers out. And everybody's obsessed with numbers because of fantasy and all that other crap. Analytics don't do anything to determine whether a player is going to be a great player and help you win a championship. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Amen, yo. It's all about the eyeball test, yo. People were asking, would you, would, people were asking this question. 
If you're the Sixers or you're an NBA team, would you rather have a proven a guy at least has been in the league a year or two, say a Porzingis or a uh, who's the other kid or uh, Jimmy Butler instead of a top three draft pick? Would you take one of those proven players? Uh, Yeah, I would take Jimmy Butler. Over a over a third over Markel Fultz right now. Yes, I would put. I would, would you do that? Yes, absolutely. Jose, would you Without do that? Question. I would take Jimmy. He's the, he's one of the top three best two way players in the league. No question. Uh, I have to concur with Luigi, Joe. Uh, I'll take Jimmy because Butler Jimmy Butler. Well. Jimmy, what Jimmy Butler over, does is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler allows you to go ahead so. and play Jared Bayless, who you already have on this team, or go out and sign a Patty Mills type point guard and play Jimmy Butler at the two. And let him run off the ball with Ben Simmons dictating the point guard duties once they get across the timeline. And Jimmy Butler is able to, you know, to play to play defensively, play up top. So Jimmy Butler does work. Porzingis, however, it'd be tempting to see all the big guys down there and beat and Porzingis. No, I don't and even Simmons. mean for the Sixers. I, I mean overall for for any team. Like I'll take the, a proven commodity over unknown any day of the week. Now the, the Knicks aren't going to trade Porzingis to the Celtics. You know they have Kelly Olynyk, but they don't really have because Porzingis. Porzingis is the real deal, is he not? Do you think he's a fluke? No, Porzingis can play, flat out. Tony, he's the only, he's the only player in the NBA history with, with what, was it 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 threes made in like the first two years in the league? Oh, I agree. I mean, I come on, man, that's incredible. And he's 7-1. He's, seven, he's Joel Embiid and faster. Porzingis is a, is a, tr- is a true NBA stud, man, yes. I, I totally I, agree yes. with you. And I love hearing these people. That's why I'm are, on the are, fence. Are, I'm are, on the are, fence are, right are, now about trading salivating over having a, a top three pick, which may or may not become an NBA star. That's why right now I'm, I'm – and a few people have asked me earlier today. They said, would, would you take – and it's been asked around the, around the Delaware Valley now because the Sixers have the number one pick. And then, you know, for, in order to get Porzingis from the Knicks, you'd have to give away that pick, presumably, correct? Would you take, would you take the number one pick being Markel Fultz and trade him to New York for Porzingis? I'd be pretty tempted to, Tony. I don't know if I could say no. But where does Porzingis fit in this team? With you would play Porzingis? Because here's how it would work out, how I would see it work out. You would play Joel Embiid naturally at the five, right? But again, Embiid is always going to be restricted, so he's never always going to be your starting center throughout the whole season. When that happens, when he he sits, Porzingis plays the five. But until then, you would play on defense. You would have Covington play the three at small forward. Embiid would be the five at the center. Um, Simmons would play four. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, uh, what the hell? Oh, Porzingis would be the four. Porzingis would be Where's the four. Sarich? Sarich is on the bench, or he'd be in New York. He would you be would in trade Sarich away? You'd have to probably trade Sarich. You have to trade Sarich and chi- the number he's a, he's one a chief pick? decent player. I would, you have to trade Sarich, the number one pick, and probably a lot more to get Porzingis. I don't know if the Knicks get a better deal than that. I don't think the Knicks get a better offer than that. I Tony, don't I, I don't know, man. To, to, offensively speaking... You got two guys, two seven-footers, well, and Ben almost being seven-footed. Six, I think he grew to 6'11 over the summer. You got three almost seven, you know, three seven-footers on the, on the court who could stretch the floor in every single way. Didn't they have that with Nerlens like Noel? Didn't creating, they have no, that with no, Jaleel no, Olferfer? No, Noel can't score like Porzingis. Well, my point is they've had, score like all they've had is big men. They just keep drafting big men. Jaleel Okafor is a big yeah, man. Nerlens Noel is a big yeah, man. Yeah, but jo- Joel Embiid is a skilled big man. He, I know he is. I'm not talking about Embiid. I'm talking about the other guys. Well, Noel was basically Noel was the fourth. He was the fourth pick, Tony. He was just the only player there to take at that point. He was a piece. He was never going to be here for the whole thing. Then why did all these people buy his jerseys then? Because he was the the shiny toy. It's the only who else are you going to buy? You're going to go out there and buy a freaking Royal Ivy As jersey? I said at the very a, beginning of the jersey? show, this is a league. <laughs> this is a league in disarray. The NBA, total. 
disarray. I just think it'd be I think it'd be fun to have those three almost you know but basically three seven footers on the court. You're basically creating the monsters is what you're doing to go face off against Bron Bron. That's what you're doing, man. What up, I, I would love Jake to see Sam? Ben Simmons, Porzingis, and Embiid on the court at the same time. You don't have any idea how devastating of an offense that is. Don't you? You're talking about three guys who can run the floor all seven foot. That's incredible. Who's going to get the ball? The ball is going to be in Ben Simmons' hands until it leaves, oh. and it goes into either Porzingis or Embiid, okay. and it never leaves until it goes in the basket. It'd be a lot of fun to watch, man. It'd be, t- it'd be tempting. If, if New York said... Old people mean, having sex will be more fun to watch than the 76ers have been the last few years. Wait, wait, wait. How old? I mean, real old. We need to, we need to cl- clarify this. I mean, this. real old. It's Italian say, Ivek. 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 I love it. I don't know why he's playing hockey. Because there are certain, certain things you just can't get out of your head. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of NHL, you know what we have Friday night after the NBA on Thursday? What do we have? We have NHL draft action. Oh, well, Friday night, the draft. That's right. I knew that. Yo, the Flyers pick second overall, yo. I knew that, too. Luigi thought the draft was tonight. I told him, no, it's the NHL awards. You're going to take NHL advice from me, Tone? And then I said, no. And then there's the, uh, the, the dispersal draft, or the expansion draft. Ain't no draft in Vegas. It's probably about 115 out there in the shade. By the way, it's getting dark, so we are now coming to, to uh, sunset. We have to get a better vantage point. I missed the summer solstice tonight. I know. Tone. I know. We, should have been, we should have done the show from Stonehenge so we can watch Stonehenge. the sunset. Right between two of the arches. It should have been at least Stonehenge. outside. Could have went over to Stogie's and did it right up the street. You can't see the sunset from Why there. We should have did it from the top of your mom's roof. We should have. We should have gone up on Tar Beach, as I used to call tar it growing beach. up. Where <laughs> tar do you go for the Beach. Su- when people say, where do you go for the summer? I say, up on Tar Beach, up on the roof. Tar- That's how poor I was. We couldn't even afford to go to the shore. How many hey, half-balls did you have up there, Tony? A lot. one thing, too. <laughs> What's Crack that? A couple of Zimas? There's only... There's 78 days until NFL football, yo. Exactly right. I'm actually okay with letting the NFL No, I'm not. Football, I'm okay with I, it. I don't want the summer to end, but I can't wait for football again. It's because the Phillies are just horrific. That's why, Tone. What else is going to happen between now and, uh, and, and football? It's the weather. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the weather. We're going to be doing some traveling. We're going Maybe. to L.A. When are you going to L.A. again? August. Nice. Okay. You know, we haven't been back to L.A. since we moved here in 2011. Which is and it's Robin's 50th high school it. reunion. <laughs> it's not my 50th. It's, uh, Robin's going back for a 50th high yeah, school reunion. It's my, fi- it's my 100th year high school reunion. No, it's my 30th. Miss Robin. 30 years. 30th? 30th year high school reunion, I know. I was only, I was only five when I went to high school. Dude. <laughs> you know what they say about them high school girls, five. man? I get older, they stay the same age. Man. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We got other calls, so. <clears throat> All right, Jose. All right. Have a good I'll weekend, buddy. Stay cool. There he is, the great Jose Anaristan. I will. I don't grade callers, but Jose a little bit slow on the uptake yeah, tonight. Off tonight. Like yeah. me, I'm, I'm a little slow on the uptake tonight. That's all right. But I've been downstairs spackling all day. Basement's almost done, bro. I got the window looking real good now. It's Robin did a lot of the work yesterday. She... All the angles and stuff. I'm bad at angles. Although I made a couple of good angular cuts today on the inside of the window. We put a new window in, so I had to do all the sheetrock work around it. You know, you have to do the corners, the inside walls, the, the upper wall, and then there's like tilts. 
and straight walls and then tilts and angles. It's pretty good. It's like it's like the Sistine Chapel. Bob Bill, some bitch over there. That's what you are, bro. You saw that window. How great does that look? Fantastic, man. It looks like somebody else did it. Damn right. But you did it yourself. I'm just going to be happy to have not have to wear grubby clothes every single day and not to have bruises in places I don't remember getting them. Like I you you like you get in front of the mirror and you're like, holy crap, how did that happen? And it wasn't even a pleasurable act. No. By the way, I have breaking news from Los Angeles tonight, speaking of the West Coast. The Los Angeles Times has just issued this statement. Please note, we just deleted an automated tweet saying there was a 6.8 earthquake in Isla Vista. That earthquake happened in 1925. <laughs> I am not making this up. <laughs> the LA Times, LA oh, Now. It's better late than never, Tony. You know what I'm saying? Automated. Like, yes, how do you it, automatically post something like that? They, they explain, we have an algorithm that automatically writes stories about earthquakes based on USGS alerts. The USGS alert was incorrect. A quake bot. The quake bot story has now been updated. So there was not an earthquake in Southern California according to the L.A. Times, L.A. Now site. Wow. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. And as one person points out to the L.A. Times, Elias Sada says, unfortunately, some mistakes are of larger magnitude than others. Oh, I like that. That was good. That was good. So Marcet says that, uh, Tony, get Robin some new shoes, you cheap bastard. She has more shoes than Imelda Marcos, for God's sake. And then Brenda says, maybe Tony will buy me shoes, too. Notice how it's all women checking in to tell you to buy shoes, Tony. And then Paul Ferreira says, you really are one of us, Uncle Tony and Robin. Damn right. Whatever that means. One of us regarding what? I'm not sure if that has anything to do with shoes or... I wear the same pair of shoes until they wear out. I bought a pair of cheap shoes last year when I was doing my mother's house. Remember, Mm -hmm. I went to Walmart and bought a $20 pair of work shoes. No, they weren't good. Now those I sh- wore those until they fell apart. <laughs> they, they literally yes, did those, fall apart. And, and my shoes have but now... But your gone, shoes were good shoes. They were, they were fantastic shoes. They were they docker were, clogs, but I've had them for over but, 10 years. But I understand, but they're not cheap shoes. They're not disposable no, shoes. But, they, but, but I, wore, they, they had an unbelievable lifespan. Yes, they did. They started off as just really comfortable shoes, and then they were the perfect travel shoe because they didn't have laces, so you could just slip them on and off. And I traveled with them to San Francisco every week. They're the perfect, like, going through customs shoes. And you can slip them on and off very easily. Then they started to wear out a little bit. So when we started doing a lot of construction, they're the perfect shoes because they have the the hard sole so that nails don't go through them, which I already experienced once with my flip-flops when we went to the NFL draft. So I knew I didn't want to do that again. And now they finally bit the dust big time. Yeah, and then so I'm supposed to go out. But you could you order your own shoes. You order the stuff comes from Amazon every day, in this damn house. And what came from Amazon today, Tony Bruno? Well, that's not for me. It's for us. My <laughs> wall mount for my TV set. You can't handle the truth. In the cellar, I'm going to call it the cellar. The cellar. The from cellar. Thank you. Thank I like, you. Do I not like call the it cellar. a man cave. No, I never. I hate man cave. I, I hate the term man cave. Me both. When dude. somebody says it, death to I my wanna soul. I want to become physically. I want to become violent. Does a bear live down there? I know. Are there I, I, bats in whoever there? invited that, whoever invented that know. slogan, it's bad. It's stupid. It's offensive. But first I do of all. like the especially cellar. if a guy's married. He says, "I'm going to the man, man cave. cave." Where does the wife go? I know. It's it's like it's like to the, go buy shoes. To the whorehole. <laughs> Where's she going? I don't know. Man cave. I'm just saying. God, I, hate that term. I know. I'm sorry. 
I hate that term. It is. It is. It's very exclusive. I call it Exclu- the cellar. It's exclusionary. The cellar is just someplace that everybody wants to go. And it's not just at Macy's. By the way, the cellar is not always in the cellar at Macy's. No. Some places is on the second floor. True. But the you cellar. You know, they have the cellar in like in, in San Francisco in Union Square. The Macy's cellar is actually in the, in the cellar. cellar. But the cellar connotes lots of fantastic. Yeah, like wine. Wine cellar. You know, you have your wine in the cellar, right? Yep. You have your little uh, action in the cellar. Go down there. Do some hanky panky. <laughs> what else you got down there? Laundry. You know, you, you, know, you got the. But what that's else? in the back room. You what can close else would the back you think room. of cellar besides wine? Uh, cheese cellar. Yeah, yeah. Cheese. The salami. Hide the salami down there. A little hide the salami. What do we call it there? The charcuterie cellar. I can make my own my own meats and cheeses and hang them down there. You make sauce down there. You make the sauce, the gravy, whatever you want to call it. It's sauce, but whatever. Salt you know, cellar. There's only one. Th- there's only one thing better than all of that, in the in the cellar. What's that? Two chips at the same time, man. Exactly right. I have to get the futon for that, yeah. The futon. <laughs> Not the bouton. Not the bouton. You need two boutons for that. <laughs> A lot of people have some cellar input here. By the way, do you know what today also was? A day that I never celebrate. I wonder what our good friend, like Roberta Pepito, was doing today. Today was National Selfie Day. Did you know that, Luigi? She the most narcissistic day crazy. in the like, history like, of freaking days. We need a day to become National Selfie Day. Some people, that's all they do is take selfies. I swear, it's stupid, man. I could care less about you and your freaking stupid selfie. You're taking 300 of them a day. National it's Selfie Day. It's the most narcissistic day. thing ever. That well, it, speaking of narcissism, did you know that we have a national rise in narcissistic disorder since the last five five years i think they've seen a rise in narcissistic disorders <laughs> steve leggett the phillies equal seller <laughs> the phillies are seller dwellers they'll be invited down there too we'll have the next uh, hatfield dollar dog night in my cellar with the Phillies. <laughs> well, you, I have something. Uh, my Florida update okay. is something that you're going to want to stock the cellar with. All right, so I'll tell you what then, Robin. Why don't we go to Florida? Okay. Because it's near the, It's in the cellar of the, of the United States. It's right. at the bottom. And then we'll go back and we'll take these last two phone calls before we go off air, though. Absolutely. Sounds like right, a plan. So how about we do that? So we'll go to Florida and then we'll do the rest. Let's get the damn Florida update music in here now. I got you, bro. Down to Florida. Welcome you to the Sunshine State. Dateline, Orlando, Florida. I've the middle Luigi's of the been state. There too. Yes. I've been to Orlando. We've taken to, uh, Luigi to Orlando. They now have an Orlando company called Legal Lean. Has Legal come Lean? Legal Lean. Is that like the gangster lean? Is that like the lean? Uh, the uh, What's the lean? It's like a steroid thing, right? Lean? Uh, well, uh, no. Lean, lean's purple drank, man. Purple drank, and then there's the gangster lean. Which gangster is not lean. purple drank. But no, there's also Bill Romanowski's lean, which is very, very healthy. That's this yeah. is more on the healthy that's lean. That's lean right there. I do the gangster lean all the time. Um, they the have now the developed the perfect Tony Bruno product, yo. It is called Coco Loco. It comes Coco Loco. Coco Loco. And it is the very... <laughs> <laughs> it is the very first 
Snortable chocolate. Snortable chocolate? Snortable chocolate. It is... You Does can, it have fentanyl in it? I hope not. No, no, it is not. It's actually all uh, healthy. Uh, even doctors have said that even though it sounds controversial, there's absolutely nothing that you could... There's nothing in it that would, would cause you so harm. How, do you how does that go into your... How, you know, how does... I don't like to. I don't snort. I I've never done cocaine. I know. I don't even like the thought of breathing. But you know I what I, I've done nose. now, though? Like, dude, I do the sinus rinses. Sinus rinses. With the bottle where you squeeze uh, it and it know, washes man. out your other. It, you have to do that when well, you're working in a dirt. And then the other thing I do now is the, the nasal, nasal sprays. But I don't like snorting anything at my nose. I know. It how sounds would horrible. Work? So here's, here's, let me let me explain. Go ahead. So it is brown powder with specks of white. It smells. Like chocolate, and when you snort it, apparently it also tastes like chocolate going down. And you now can see the product alongside candy bars and energy pills at small shops in Florida. And it's probably going to be spreading throughout the rest of the United States. So you'll as see well. it right up at the front, the cash register where they have all yeah, that it's fake a little, it looks like drug a little, stuff. Little, where that stuff that people buy, Luigi, at the counters at the like 7 Eleven? It's all that stuff that gets you high. I don't know. I don't go into 7 Eleven to buy stuff at the counter to get me high. We talking about tone. No, like, they, they don't just sell it to get high, but they have all these fake <laughs> energy things. Right. No, I'm not like talking about five. Oh, like, like, uh, like the Red last Bulls all night kind of things yeah, or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, like speed, Coco speed. Loco uses cacao, which cacao. is processed at a lower heat than cocoa, retaining right. more beneficial nutrients. Is it 70% cacao? Raw cacao <laughs> is hailed as a superfood full of mood lifting. Okay, now I'm, here are these words that are going to be difficult for me. Mood lifting, anandamide, and phenylethylamine, mm -hmm. cognition-assisting flavonoids, and muscle-relaxing magnesium. Duh. It also can be purchased on Amazon. Hey, I can purchase it on Amazon, I am Tony. not snorting any chocolate. I take chocolate the old-fashioned way. However, I chew it and I swallow it. The <laughs> uh, product powder specifically intended for snorting has not been a mass-market product in the U.S. as of yet. I was going to say, about, like, what, five, 315 pounds? <laughs> but apparently, snorting it enhances the effects and allows it to hit you quicker. So what's next? What are you going to do? Are you going to inject it through a freaking needle? You're going to liquefy? You're going to keep burning Duh. chocolate with a spoon, making s'mores, yeah. and just sticking it in your, your veins? The label lists B vitamins, no. ginkgo biloba, blood flow improving amino acid L-arginine, and the energy drink stimulants guarana and taurine. Yeah, taurine and guarana. That's what they put in everything. Remember the the, uh, the four loco? They yes. had to take that out, didn't they? I wonder Remember if this the is four made... loco drink, Luigi, where they were selling it, people were getting high. Yeah, of course. Well, this is Coco Loco. Wouldn't it be weird if it was made by the same company? That makes what? That made four loco. This is Coco Loco. It probably is if they I have wonder. taurine and guarana in it. But it's it's completely like all these that they've ran it through. It sounds like a scam. It sounds like it's something that's going to get you high. I'm gonna get you well, high. I'm sure, I'm sure it, people automatically associate anything that gets we, put we through your nose. We have tape from someone who's actually uh, sniffed this uh, Coco Loco. What do you got, bro? You like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I mean, that I, like I don't even know if I'd want to. Has put it been it, approved by the FDA? It's totally approved. Everything Has it been approved by Doctor Approved by Doctor Timothy Leary? Is it legal for sale in California? I don't know California, but it is in Florida right now. Can I now. get it at well, the? Well, uh, you can get it on Amazon now. So you, yeah. So you can bring it here. I'm gonna look it up. I don't want it. Who does that? Who has? I'm a chocoholic. That's not the way I like my chocolate. I would rather have a chocolate enema than snort chocolate through my nose.
Well, there's an idea. I wonder what that would do for you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phones and find oh, out. Let's go to the phones. Hmm. Let's go to... Let's go to... <laughs> 610755. Hello. Tony. What's, What's going, going on? on? Is this Charlie? This is Tim from Pottstown. Oh, Tim from... I thought you were uh, Glenside Charlie there for a second. No, no, that's not me. What's going on in Pottstown tonight, man? Or as Jim Rome would say, P-Town. Just quiet, you know, suburban life. Dude. Talk about these uh, these trusters. Are you? Did the, did the process work in your mind? I, no, I, I hate the word process. I think the whole word should just be thrown out of the dictionary at this point. The only process that was ever acceptable in my world was the old process when the brothers used to get the do-rags and put the, back in the day, they used to get the hair, the lie in there. When I was growing up, the black kids would always have, like, the do-rag on. And they still do some of them, but they'd get the hair slicked back. You know what I'm talking about with the process, Robin? I do, I do. I, I remember. That's the only process a that I recognize. process, an actual yeah, process. That's, that's the process that I recognize. The, uh, purposely losing games is no process to me. I'm sorry. I can't process that. Yeah. Yeah, I had some of these guys, a couple guys tell me yesterday that I wasn't allowed to root for the Sixers anymore because I didn't follow them. During the process, and yeah, because like, they oh, make the rules. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna, winning games. I'm gonna go off on that. That is total BS, dude. You don't have to sit there and stand by and like and like everything they're doing, but no one's gonna tell you that you can't root. You should be able to root whenever whenever you feel like jumping on the bandwagon. Do whatever. You go back. You go. Oh, whatever. You guys were right. I was wrong. Whatever. I'm watching the game. It doesn't matter. But you can have a little like a little tongue and cheek back and forth. You could bust each other's balls as friends or whatever. But you can't tell somebody flat. No, you weren't there for the entire process. You don't belong. You no, can't these people are that demented. No, they, they are that demented. They are Some that of these demented. people that really truly believe that, and they're out of their freaking minds. There's a difference between fandom. And cult mentality. Yep. They are a cult. They really are. Seriously, some of these people really do, like, they, they worship and they believe in this shit, and it's absolutely absurd, man. You can root for whoever you want to whenever the hell you want to, man. Except the Dallas Cowboys. Say, then, then you're if, just, you're not, if you're in yeah. Philadelphia, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no, See, rule, yeah, there's so no rules of when you need to come back. To, I'm supposed to root for a team that's 1 in 30 at a time? That's ridiculous. Dude, well, they I, were 1 in 30 they started out of the season. I sat there and I. I believe, like I said, I believed in the whole process of, of, of acquiring the, the, the assets and everything in the beginning. But I never once, I never once went down. I never gave this team a dime. I didn't buy a shirt. I didn't buy a uh, no way nothing. I, I turned the game on for a few minutes. Like, oh, and Bead's playing cool. I'll check it out or whatever. Or like, oh, they're not getting blown out by seventy. Okay, by the way, and I don't hate minutes. the That's players. It. I don't hate the players. They're just being thrown out there. It's not the players' fault. It's not even Brett Brown's yeah, I don't fault. Blame them. And it's I don't not blame Brett Brown's fault. Brett Brown is being told by this ownership group. Hey, this is what we're doing. You're going to be a good boy, and you're going to listen, and you're going to throw games. You're not going to throw games. You're going to go out there undermanned without the ability to, to compete in, in the NBA. And that's something, as a lifelong Philadelphian, as someone who's been here since 1952, I, don't, I, I will never tolerate that. I know times change, but this is not a change for the better. This is, cha- this is, this is a the, the what-have-you-done-for-me-lately nonsense world that we live in. And guess what? The Sixers haven't done anything for us lately. And so when they start winning, and hopefully these guys are healthy and they play and start winning, then I'll be I, – I, listen, I'm a fan of this team no matter what, but I'm not going to pay money and I'm not going to watch things that don't entertain me and don't, that don't excite me. 
if you're not if you're not if you're not dedicated enough to put a product on the field that is representative of professional basketball and you're charging professional basketball prices, I have no obligation to support it. But if you're good, you're going to tell me not to support you. By the way, the Sixers are selling season tickets galore, right, Louis? They, they lead the NBA. Right, fourteen thousand season tickets have been sold already. And that's good. That's good. And it's I hope great they because sell there's going to be people game. in the building actually. But if you notice, Tony, the only time there's been anyone even in the building to watch this team play in the last three years has been for two reasons: either Embiid's playing team. or the Warriors or the Cavs are here. Exactly. That's it. That's that's when you know you're a bad yeah. franchise yeah, when you only can yeah. sell tickets. For the opponent, for, for based on who the opponents are. I just think it's asinine to tell someone who who lives in this town, who was asked to support losing, in order to possibly win in the future, that they're not allowed to root for that team once they finally get to the point where they're good. That's ridiculous. No, there's no one should have to sit there and go through that pain and sit and go. Oh well, you know, we sat through all the agony, so we're the only ones allowed to enjoy it. No, it's BS, man. You had to sit there and suffer without basketball by the for way, almost five years, man. Most of those clowns, most of those clowns didn't go to the games anyway. No, they did. No, they did. Yeah, they did. They sat all the way in nah, the cheap seats. They sat in, those, in, in the freaking all the way up in the, the top of the rafters, basically on the roof, and 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 chanted their little songs and their little freaking sayings. And in Hinky, we trust. That's what they did, Tone. Because they're not getting down low enough. They're not gonna. They're not gonna make the financial investment that some of these other people made. People, people today who, who went out, those 14,000 people who bought season tickets, who spent that kind of money, Tone, they're the people that sat there and said, you know what? Okay. Now oh, I'm going to buy now in. Now I'm going to buy in. Yeah. That's it. We, now you're bringing and in B, talent. And Bede's healthy. Simmons is coming in. We got the number one pick. I've been told. I've been told now that the process, quote unquote, is over. Now I'm going to buy in. So now Sixers, show us. That's the it, The process man. is over, but it's not a success yet. Just because you acquire assets doesn't make you successful, and I hope it's successful. If it's not successful, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm glad the Sixers are losing because it proved me right. I, I don't want the Sixers to keep losing. But even we, with, the, with the piece in place, seeing that's the small sample size of Embiid and seeing that the, even the smaller sample size of a Simmons and the excitement of a Fultz coming in and the, po- the possibility of getting a free agent, I'm actually more excited for the Sixers in the next three years than I am for any other team in the city, Tom. I really am, and I and I truly believe that if this if the if these players on the court can do what we all hope they can do, what we all process them to do, basically, don't use process in that. I, I'm sorry, man. The only thing that's processed is American cheese, which is not <laughs> even made with American cheese. It says pa- processed American cheese food product. But I've said I've that's said, an outrage there. I, that's a process that I don't trust either. I've said this before. Or the processed human flesh that I'm supposed to have in my mouth. That's I've right. said this before, and, and as recently as yesterday. That if I had to put money on, on a team to to not just not 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 have to win a title, but get to a championship game in the next four years, I put it on the Sixers hands down. Hands to not down. win a championship. No, not not. They don't have to win it, but yeah, to get yeah, to, to get to a champion to get to a championship. If I had to put my money on one team in the next four years to get to a championship opportunity, I put it on, I put it on the Sixers. I agree. Hands I down. Before before the Eagles, before the Phillies, before the Flyers, the Sixers are more are more equipped, quote-unquote, right now to, to go win a title, to go, to go compete for a title. I don't know about that. I do. You, no, you can't say that yet because, because you don't the know East, these guys the are going to stay because healthy. Because the East is weak. The East is weak. If these players play, play again, up to their potential and they, get, and they get a free agent in the next couple of years, they can, ultimate, dis- they can automatically catapult. I'd love but to see it, But you said it right there. Play up to their potential. Right. You don't but know what's going to happen right, but, yet. But, but, because I know what the potential for the Flyers is right now. They're a middling franchise. 
The Eagles right now, they're the third no, best. They're the third best team in a division right now, Tony. Let's face that. They no, are. They're not. Yes, they are. They're not better than the Cowboys. They're not better than the Giants. They're not. They're not. What do the Giants have? The Giants are better than the Eagles right now, Tony. Barely. Yes, no, they're not. They are, Tony. No, they're not. They're the third best team in the division. The Eagles have a harder road to get to the Super Bowl than the Sixers do to get to the NBA Finals. Not even close. They do? All right. Not even close. Okay. Because an NFL Time team, tell, bro. I'm the, an right NFL now. team can turn it around right away when you have the right pieces. What was no? What was that? If LeBron leaves the East, I think they have a much easier time. Of course, so look, that's where we're predicating. And I, and I think, think LeBron's LeBron leaving. LeBron goes to LA. I think LeBron's leaving. If LeBron leaves and goes to, uh, yeah, absolutely, the Sixers are right in there. But if this team does, if these guys play and they don't make the playoffs, or they don't show market improvement, then then that's that's going to be a head scratcher to me, man. If these teams play, if these guys play and they're healthy, I don't think they make the playoffs this year. I don't, they don't have to make the playoffs, but have a respectable season. No, go win forty games. Yeah, you got to win. Go, 40 go win games. forty games. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't even, 40. I don't even need to see them make the playoffs. What I need to see is I need to see him beat on the floor a majority of the games, which he's always going to be restricted. But I need to see out there for at least sixty games. Okay, I need to see Simmons playing like the potential rookie of the year he's supposed to be last year, the dominant force. I need to see them hit. Markel Fultz needs to be a hit. You have an 80% chance of, of hitting on the, fir- on the number one pick in the draft the last you know, dozen years or whatever it is in the NBA during the, during the draft lottery. I need Fultz to be a hit. He has to be a hit. He can't be a miss. He can't be a Noel. He can't be a Jaleel Okafor. He has to be a hit. Absolutely. If that happens, Tony, in the next year or two, they will be that potential quote-unquote landing spot for the big-name free agent to come in and set them over the top and make a run for, a, for an Easter Conference final. That's I, I truly believe that's that can happen. a lot of ifs. But no, no, but that's how, no, but that's how you do it in the NBA. You get a few players to the draft. You get yourself a big-name free agent to come in to help your team. You put a few pieces around them, and next thing you know, bingo, bango, you're in the, you're in the NBA Finals. But here's the other difference between uh, the NBA versus uh, hockey, for example. Hockey, you can see your young players in the minor leagues. Baseball, you can see your young players developing in the minor leagues. Baseball and hockey have legitimate minor league teams where they play. The NBA D-League is a joke. That's not a developmental league. That's a bunch of young guys who can't play in the NBA or old guys who are just still wanting to run around a little bit. So that's the difference. The Flyers are loaded now in the minor leagues. The Phillies are loaded in the minor leagues. The, 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 the Sixers don't have anybody that's a young player that they're developing. Because even their draft picks, when they sit on the bench, they're not playing. They're not learning anything. So that's why I think you need fewer players in the NBA to win. You're only, you're only using five or six really, play, really good players. The rest of the guys are bench players. Right. So why is it so hard to win when you have the entire world now putting players into your league? The NBA is worldwide more than any other sport. Mm-hmm. Hockey has players from around the world. But the NBA is probably the most dominant league, the, the, the only sport in this country that is played in more countries than any other sport we play right, here. Right, because you're getting... Other than soccer, but we're not really good at soccer. Europe, you're getting players from Asia. Everywhere. Africa. Everywhere. Yeah. And most of the good... In fact, there will be more foreign players drafted in the first round tomorrow night, on Thursday night, than there will be seniors who played four years of college basketball. Do you realize that, Luigi? You know how many? You know how many? Here I saw the Vegas odds. You know how many seniors who played four years of college basketball are expected to be drafted in the first round of the NBA draft? Two. Point five. Point a half ten. a player. How do you get a half a player? Is he hurt? No. It means <laughs> if you think one player is going to go, you bet the you bet over 
0.5. So they're even in Vegas, they don't know if one senior will play, will be drafted. So there will be set 16 and a half is the over under on freshmen, kids who played one year of college over, basketball. Over all that. Over that. Because the, the entire starting five from Kentucky is going. And guess what the rest of the guys will be? European players or players from around the world. Only one kid who played four years of college basketball will be drafted in the first round. It's or crazy. maybe zero. It could be zero or one. That's what's wrong with the NBA. Not that the international players are getting attention, but the fact that a kid who plays four years of college basketball who is more emotionally and physically equipped to play is being, less, is being lightly regarded compared to guys who are 18 and 19 years old who aren't even old enough to drink yet. Yeah, but Tony, you know that. I mean, in the NBA, you don't, you, don't need to, to be, you don't need to play four years to be a seasoned player in the NBA. Yes, I mean, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you no, do. No, you yes, you do. A lot do. of LeBron it is a head James game. Was a high school player. There's only one LeBron James in the last 20 years. Moses Malone was a high school player. That's 30 years ago. Well, that's your boy, though, right? There's your that's example. It was 30, 30 years, years ago. ago. We're talking about that. What I'm trying to say to you is that you don't need to play four years to be. Yes, you do. You More should. players who go in as first-year as first players fail in the NBA than make it. More of these guys fail than make it. Evan Turner played four years. Yeah, and he was the high, he was the college player of the year, and he was the second what, pick what, in the draft. What did that turn out to? No, he's an he's an average he's a NBA player. Now. He's a journeyman now. Then why did the Sixers take him with the number two? Because pick he then? was a safe pick. Because they didn't want to take the Marcus Cousins. Because and we missed out on John Wall. That's why. But the point is that kids who stay four years in college now are not aren't, aren't regarded. They're considered guys who aren't that good. That's why they stayed for four years. Now you play one year. You're most of the time you're not ready to play in the NBA. And More then, so than not. That's a guaranteed proven fact. And then they get brought up, and then they just sit on the bench for a while, and they Or they get try cold. to play, and they're not good like Jaleel Okafor. Jaleel Okafor, oh, man, where did he play college ball? What did he do at every level? Then he comes here, and he stinks out loud. You know why? Because he didn't have the mental makeup to be an NBA pro. You believe Jaleel Okafor was a great player coming out of college? No. Why not? Because he wasn't a great college. He's just, he was just a... <laughs> Tony, there are people thinking he would have been the number one pick last year. So how can he not be great? Because he can't rebound. So then he was the third. So he's the third best player who can't, who can't rebound. So the Sixers still took the, the guy who was the best player on the board at number three, and he can't rebound. And you know what a lot of guys are going to be picked tomorrow night in the NBA draft? There'll be guys who can't shoot. There'll be guys who can't rebound. There'll be guys who can't make three, uh, free throws. And they're all going to be handed the keys to an NBA franchise at age 19 to go in there and save their asses. Now, back in the, in the Charles Barkley and the Magic Johnson days, how, how long did they go to college? Well, they, they, they changed the rules. You couldn't come out right away. Right. A lot of guys, then they made it three years. And now but back they, then, how, what was it? Do you remember what well, it was A lot of then? guys went four years. Tim Duncan went all four years to, to Wake Forest. I think that worked out pretty well, Luigi. Yeah, he's actually one of the guys who actually did pan out by going for four years. And he was, he was good enough to come out after one year, was he not? Tony. <laughs> no, I don't think he was. But back in no, those he got days. Game. See, the, the, the game was different back then, though, Tony, when he came out. It was a big, better. A big, no, again, your opinion. Your opinion that yes, it was better. Yes, in my opinion, it was a better played franchise. How much back basketball in those have days? you watched in the last 10 years? I have not watched as much now because I don't enjoy it as much. Then you can't comment on it because you haven't looked at it. 
I of course I've looked at it. The I've watched man, a lot game, of it. I just don't watch as obsessively big, as I did before. The, the, the big man's game has changed now. Now you have more athletic big mans. Guys like Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid. But the big men in the NBA don't matter anymore. It's not a big man's game. The number of great centers in the NBA is at an all-time low. It no, is at an all-time low. Tony, but if you want to give me three or four guys, no, the entire but, but NBA was loaded bad. with great centers yeah, back in the day. Really? They were just big stiffs, too. There was a lot no, of big they stiffs. weren't big stiffs. Okay, who, who was a great center? Was Bill Lambeer a great center? Was Bill Lambeer a yes. great center? Yes, he, he was. He was a great center. In his era, he, he was. He an NBA he did, fucking team He did today. everything you wanted him to what? do as a Push center. Push people, knock yes. people on the exactly. ground. Exactly. That's the way the game was people. played. Really? Did he, win? did he win championships? Charles Oakley did that, too. He didn't win no damn championship. Isaiah Thomas did. won a championship. Lambeer Joe did. Dumars won a championship. Lambeer did. All Lambeer did was just piss people off. That team won because they were a team, and they played the way it was necessary. Like the Alonzo Mornings of the world, that era of basketball. Tony, but there's, there's centers like that today too, Tone. No, they're not. The game is just changing. NBA centers today are at the absolute worst in the history of the franchise. When it used and Mike, to be a- Michael, Michael Haney checks in. He says it's a guard-driven league, no doubt. It absolutely it is. is. But, the, but the big men are starting to come back a little bit, Tone. That's good. But you're saying it's, there's, a, there's, no, there's, there's five good big men in the entire NBA of 32 teams. 30 teams. Carl Anthony Towns is not a great big man yet. He's a hey, good he's young big man. Hopefully, get gets better. It's a joke. So who was who was the, a great big? I mean, who's a great big man? Bill Wennington was a was a great big man. Solid. We don't have Solid. to be great. The big men played their. There are guys now who are laughing stocks playing the center position in the NBA. Tony, the game is laughing stocks. Now, now it's just more about individual talent. It's more athletic. The players are more athletic than they were back then. In the 80s and the 90s that you're referring to. They just were. Yeah, the players now are more athletic, but they, don't, they can't play fundamental basketball. The fundamental basketball. That's the difference. The game has changed. So that's what I'm trying what? to say. So, the game, so fundamentals don't matter I'm anymore, not, right? I'm not saying. The game, is, the, the the only, game has regressed to where fundamentals don't matter. The only thing that's fundamental about basketball is dribbling and shooting and passing. And, and, and a lot of it. guys can't do that. And they can't do and that. They'll right. be, and they'll be number one draft 